The following podcast contains explicit language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. No, seriously, there's spoilers and and foul language. Yeah. Welcome to $20 Ticket and welcome to the Tom Cruise March Madness Bracket Challenge. My name is Kerwin and joining me today is Jason. What up, Jason? How much about you, Kerwin? I'm good, man. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking a Coachella Valley Brewing Company Hazy IPA. All right. Uh, Making his debut on the show today is Johnny. What up, Johnny? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. What are you drinking today? I'm joining Jason with the same thing, a Coachella Hazy IPA. All right. Uh, also with us today is Muggs. What up, Mugga? What's going on? What are you drinking today? I also have one of those. I do have some whiskey to the side in case this runs out, but yeah. Okay. Ready be, to go. Be Tom Cruise, baby. That's right. Uh, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> also with us today is Bling. What up, Bling? What's going on, dude? Uh, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a Beta Root Beer. Uh, also joining us is Eric. What up, Eric? Hey, Kern. What's going on? I'm good, man. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking Coachella Valley Brewing Hazy. IPA. Nice, nice. Can we say that that's why we're drinking it because it's Eric's brewery? Yeah, we yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. You. They're very good. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey man, get that promo. That's brought, right. Brought yeah. to you by. No shame in that. Um, also with us is Erica. What up, Erica? Hi, Kerwin. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking two beers, a Coachella Valley Brewing Hazy IPA and a Hangar 24 Mango Island IPA. Cool. And rounding out the panel today is Holly. What up, Holly? Hey, Kerwin. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking a spiked seltzer. All right. So today, in honor of March Madness, uh, you know, there's a follow up to our 2019 episode where we talked about the Disney movies. Uh, This year, we're going to discuss and debate Tom Cruise movies to find out which of his movies really is the best of the best. So what we're going to do, we're going to run through and have a discussion about each matchup in our bracket. We're going to put that to a vote and we're going to pretty much determine who the winner is each round. Uh, If you want to follow along, we're going to have our bracket on Instagram and you can check that out at a $20 ticket. That's two zero dollar ticket on Instagram so feel free to you know visit our profile and uh, look up the bracket there so right now let's go ahead and uh, break down each region of the bracket uh, before we get into it though these movies are going to be seated based on Rotten Tomato scores so what we did was take the critics percentage as well as the audience percentage and uh, use the mean of those two numbers to determine the seating for our overall bracket. So in case you're wondering why a certain movie's seated where it is, uh, it's all based on reviews from Rotten Tomatoes, from the critics and the audience. So uh, let's get into our first region of the bracket. We've got Edge of Thunder. Holly, take us through the movies in that region. All right, so with the Edge of Thunder bracket, in our eight seed, we have Days of Thunder. In the seven seed, we have Night and Day. In the sixth seed, Vanilla Sky. Five is going to be Mission Impossible, the original. Four is Mission Impossible 3. Three is Risky Business. Two is Minority Report. And one is Edge of Tomorrow. All right. Thank you, Holly. Uh, Jason, take us through uh, the Rogue Mummies region. So in the eighth seed, we have The Mummy. In the seventh seed, we have Mission Impossible 2. In the sixth seed, we have War of the Worlds. In the five seed, we have Top Gun. In the four seed, we have The Firm. Number three seed, we have American Made. Number two seed, we have A Few Good Men. And number one seed, we have uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. All right, thanks, Jason. Erica, why don't you take us through the Magnolia Cocktails region? All right, in the Magnolia's Cocktail region, we have number eight, Cocktail. Number seven, Legend. Number six, Oblivion. Number five, Jack Reacher. Number four, Interview with the Vampire. Number three, The Last Samurai. Number two, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. And number one, Holly's favorite movie, Magnolia. 
Thank you, Erica. And Muggs, why don't you take us through Collateral Rain? All right, this one's the weakest out, I think, of all four brackets, but we'll go ahead and go with it. Um, number eight is Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Number seven is Far and Away. Six, Born on the Fourth of July. Five is Valkyrie. Four is Eyes Wide Shut. Three is Jerry Maguire. Two, Collateral. And number one seed is Rain Man. Thank you, Muggs. Um, so, you know, once again, just want to reiterate, uh, all these movies are seated based on their uh, review scores from critics and audiences on Rotten Tomatoes. So we try to be as uh, objective as possible. But uh, that's pretty much it for the regions. Let's get right down to the matchups. So, Corwin, we are going based off the movie itself, right? Not Tom Cruise's performance. However, you, however you want to do it. Yeah. However, however you, you want to do, do it. Is that really going to change? I mean, yeah. I mean, he's the same character in each movie. Right? However, so, I disagree. Yeah. So I say yeah. movie itself. Movie yeah, itself. Movie okay. Itself. All right. So let's get into the round of 32. Holly, take us through the first matchup in the Edge of Thunder region. So first up, we have the one seed versus the eight seed. So we have Edge of Tomorrow versus Days of Thunder. Edge of Tomorrow. I don't. I don't okay, so we're talking about it now, right? Yeah. yeah. How does Days of Thunder have a worse review rating than Night and Day? How is it an eight seed? I don't know, but I would Bullshit, rather see Bullshit, because this, this, this is a tough matchup. It is. I just think it's it's an older movie, and it's not one of his most well-known movies, so I feel like the number of ratings, so if it gets a bad rating, it's really going to sink it down. Yeah. Whereas like with Edge of Tomorrow, it's newer, so more people have probably reviewed it. Edge of Tomorrow made almost three times the amount of money. Is yeah. that factoring really? in inflation? No, I, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. So I What's love Days the, of Thunder, but I think I'm going to give the edge to Edge of Tomorrow. What's the Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Been waiting all week to say that one. <laughs> He's been saving it. What's the Rotten Tomato score? Dude, Muggy, you, you had me at the edge of my seat, dude, with that pun. Dumb. So, Edge of Tomorrow, um, the critics was 90, and I believe the audience was 92, so average to 90. Days of Thunder, critics gave it 39. Wow. The audience was higher, so the average was a 49 and a half. Well, wow. Days of Thunder is just Top Gun, but with race cars. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Same dialogue, pretty much. So it's amazing. Same concept. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I love Top Edge Gun. Of I just, Days I would of Thunder was watch... your typical, was it in the 80s or 90s? I think it was early 90s. Yeah, I, I mean, Days of Thunder is great, but Edge of Tomorrow's storyline, though, is yeah. amazing. I think Emily Days, Blunt. Yeah. Oh, great. I think Days of Thunder is just, like I said, it's just pure action film. I think yeah. it's really great. Cool. Yeah, that's all it is. So yeah. Right. I'm just so bummed that Days of Thunder is going to be out this early. It's going to be out. Let's be honest. It was, I mean, it, in every other bracket that I've seen with Tom Cruise, like it was going up against like super good movies. Mm. And so it just, it like in every bracket that I've seen, it never makes it past the first round. It's going to get knocked out no matter what. Yeah. yeah I'm just bummed. Because right. I saw one where it was up against Top Gun. I was like, there's no fucking way it's being What if Top it was Gun. up against Legend? It would win. It would go to the fucking finals. Okay, we got to wait on the Legend talk, right? We're going to get there. Yeah. I think we're ready to vote. I think we're ready think to, ready to, to vote. vote, yeah. All right, uh, Holly, what are you picking in this matchup? Edge of Tomorrow. All right, so we got one for Edge of Tomorrow. Erica, what are you picking? Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, Eric, what do you got? Edge of Tomorrow. Bling? Edge of Tomorrow. Jason? It's irrelevant because we're already heart. winning. Uh, edge of Tomorrow. All right, Johnny. Edge of Tomorrow. And Mugs. That's a 7-0. Edge of Tomorrow goes on to the next round. All right, for sure. Sorry, Jay. Wait, Kerwin, you're not voting? He's no, a, he didn't watch moderating? them all. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for the people listening at home. The proctor. <laughs> the proctor. 
All right, Holly, what's our next matchup? All right, so up next we have the four seed versus the five seed. So it's Mission Impossible 3 against Mission Impossible. MI3. I feel like this is an easy one. It is an easy one. I feel like it is too. Mission Impossible made almost half a billion dollars, and Mission Impossible 3 did not do as well. But that's when we talked about it's the whole Scientology thing that his career. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's why the the financials, yeah. I I think Mission Impossible is three, I'm sorry, is the most underrated Mission Impossible in the whole series. I think so too. Yeah, Yeah, I really love three. I love the villain Philip Seymour Hoffman and all that stuff. Erica, just raise your hand. You can just talk. You can okay, no, so I don't want to interrupt, but we didn't release the MI3 podcast yet, correct? Yeah, um, yeah, that Mission Impossible 3 episode, like we we have done a review on it, so it'll come out shortly after this March can Madness I get episode. A, can I get a brief thing of the whole Scientology behind it? Too much time. Too much. Yeah, time. just yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. A lot of time. Yeah, wait for the uh, wait for the just episode to drop. Interfere to the price or the funds and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. When that episode drops, guys, like we'll definitely cover a lot of that stuff. But I was gonna say it was like Mission Impossible itself was like super predictable. I was watching it and they're sitting around at the beginning having a conversation and I was like, somebody's gonna die. And like my mom was like, what? And I was like, somebody in the next 10 minutes is going to die, a part of this group. And then like half the group died. Yeah. It was so predictable. My one critique for Mission Impossible 3 though is I felt like there was a lot of action going on and then they just kept adding shit onto it. Yeah. They were they were trying to diffuse the thing in Carrie Russell's brain and then the, you know, the bad guy the has them on missile lock yeah. and then all of a sudden somebody falls out of the fucking helicopter <laughs> and is hanging on to little helicopter shoes swinging around. And I was like, that's totally unnecessary. Like <laughs> no, but it's just like, I was already stimulated. I was already watching it it's like why does that have to happen like why does somebody have to fall out of the fucking helicopter it's not mission difficult it's mission impossible (laughs) where did Carrie Russell come from also I I was asking Eric that like Felicity Felicity no 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 no. like her character have you watched the movie well I was gonna say when two people love each other and they want to express that love to be honest I fell asleep during mission impossible (laughs) 2 so I don't know like where she came from she is someone in the actual field that was trained by Ethan Hunt yeah. Okay. So he yeah. was like, he kinda took like, like a, a daughter, training job. Kind of like yeah. a daughter to him. Yeah. Yeah. But can we also mention how creepy Tom Cruise is at the beginning of this movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like very. when he, when they're like having girl talk in the kitchen oh. and then he like pokes in and he was like, it was like, like and all the girls Monica. are like, how did he hear that? I was like, this guy is a fucking It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Scientology. He's but reading lips. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. Cr- crucial part in the movie because he reads lips to get information from one of the other agents. Yeah. Like, no, necessary. I understand that, but when you're in a social situation, like have enough emotional intelligence to like not be a spy at that moment. Yeah. Like let the girls okay. have their time. He's a machine. <laughs> I mean, he only knows how to be Ethan Hunt. That's oh all he can do. All right, well, we only know how to vote. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all right, Mugga, uh, what movie do you got in this matchup? I'm going to go Mission Impossible 3. All right, Johnny? I agree, Mission Impossible 3. Jason? I'm going to go Mission Impossible 3. Uh, Bling? Mission Impossible 3. Eric? MI3? Erica? Mission Impossible 3. And Holly? Mission Impossible 3. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I almost pushed her. Yeah. Another, another sweep. All right. got, yeah, two sweeps. All right. Gotcha, bitches. All right, Holly, what is our next matchup in this region? All right, so this one is, is going to be a little bit interesting. Uh, it's the three seed versus the six seed. So we have Risky Business going up against Vanilla Sky. Oh, See, Kerwin changed the brackets, and I think this is risky for Risky Business to go up against Vanilla Sky now. Because I, I like Vanilla Sky. I know what? you guys... See, there it is. I get it. <laughs> My it's, face. It, no, 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 wait a minute. I know that in the later rounds this doesn't have a chance, but I think Vanilla Sky at the very beginning of the movie 
maybe the first 20, 30 minutes is really good. Yeah, but the, like really the good. remaining two Diaz hours are shit. Is yeah. creepy. Like creepy, like crazy. Like, I don't know. I kind of dug it. Dude. Like she's just psychotic. It's got a, it's got a good storyline to it. it. I mean, it, I, at the very end, right? It yeah. gets weird. It's, yeah, it's, I thought it was hard to figure out like what's going on. And then when it actually gets the payoff, I don't, at the end, is just like, okay, this is. I, no, and I agree with you on that. But okay, let's talk. <laughs> what, what does risky business have? It's coming of age story of having wow. Well, that's it. Just the scene of him sliding. Guys, it's a coming of age story. One thing it does have is the highest critics' Rotten Tomato score. (gasps) Shut up. That's the movie. Why? Does that change a vote? Does that change a vote? No, but I'm just saying. I still didn't care much for it when I watched it. I mean, it. it's, I not, it's not anything revolutionary of that time. Like, I felt like it kind of... It was just a fun movie. No, but it's like the same thing when you're thinking about, like, The Breakfast Club, and you're yeah. thinking about Sixteen Candles, and Pretty in Pink, like, all those movies. It's not anything revolutionary. It's not anything, like, brand spanking new. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was, like, of the time. I just want to give a shout-out to Tom Cruise's character in Risky Business for giving us sorority girls an idea for Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you can wear a shirt with no pants, I'm into it. And some tube socks and a smile. <laughs> Curran, I'm ready to vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Holly, uh, who are you picking in this matchup? Risky business. Erica? Risky business. Eric? I'm going risky business as well. Bling? Risky business. Jason? I'm going to go vanilla sky. All right. Ooh. Johnny? I'm going vanilla sky too. And mugs? I would go vanilla sky, which doesn't matter. It's a 4-3 win for risky, <laughs> but yeah. So Holly, what is our final matchup in uh, the Edge of Thunder region? Do we even need to do this one? (laughs) I think we do, Maga. Um, So in the fourth and final matchup of the Edge of Thunder bracket, we have number two seed Minority Report versus number seven Night and Day. Maga, I know this is your favorite movie, and I know you're very biased. Minority Report is directed by Steven Spielberg. Like, why are we... Like, this is a great movie. Night and Day was awful. Yeah. (laughs) Like, awful. I don't even think I finished... I think I turned it off. It was on playing thing on HBO, and I'm just like... What? Night and Day or Minority Report? Night and Day. Oh. Yeah. No, Minority Report. I have a a question. How did Night and Day get slated above Days of Thunder? That's That's like, how is it a seven seed? Because I think that Days of Thunder, my report, Days of Thunder has a chance. It doesn't have a chance against Edge of Tomorrow. Right. But I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. What was what was the reviews on Night and Day? So again, Kerwin averaged out the critics in the audience to to base these seeds off of. So to start with, Days of Thunder was 39 critics and then 60 audience with an average of 49 and a half. And then night and day, it was 52% from critics and 49 from audience, so it gave it a 50 and a half. So one point on the average above. That's the only reason why. But yeah, Minority Report made 350 million approximately. Night and day, 250 million. What? It did well box office wise. I think. I mean, if you look at for what it is, yeah. yeah. That's I mean, what I'm saying. It's a shit movie, so that's why I'm like. I'm, it's a shit movie. I think it's a, it's a newer movie, so <laughs> I think that. Well, it's a rom com, right? That's what it is, yeah. right? In so, a sense, and so you have the couples that go to see Cameron Diaz, Tom Cruise, yeah. all that, you know. Five ten, Cameron Diaz, and it's more of like a. We're gonna grab. throw in the height already. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing the height. I couldn't get out of the first bracket without bringing it up because you know what whoever whoever's idea was to do this Tom Cruise bracket like you've not solidified that Tom Cruise is a great actor in my opinion like I'm coming at this with the fire of a thousand poets <laughs> Thomas I only Pother. we watched 32 <laughs> Tom Cruise movies like I, my girlfriend is mad at how many I had to buy to rent you know yes it's like a hundred bucks to do research for this fucking <laughs> thing dude is that how much money we spent Three ninety nine for every movie if I you could rent it some of them you had to buy I gotta reimburse you yeah all right, I'm ready to vote yeah, on this one. Yeah, I think one, we're ready know. to vote on this one. Uh, Mugga, who are you picking in this matchup? I'm going to go Minority Report. All right, Johnny? Uh, minority Report. Jason? Same, Minority Report. Bling? Minority Report. Eric? Minority Report. And Erica? Minority Report. And Holly? 
Minority Report. Sweet. Sweet. Do you see? Do you see? All right. So to top off what Holly's saying, this is going to be an interesting second round for this bracket. You got Edge yes. versus Mission Impossible 3 and Risky Business versus Minority Report. Yeah. That's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. fun. All yeah. right. All right, let's move on to the Rogue Mummies region. Jason, uh, what is our first matchup? All right, so our first matchup and number one seed is Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, and the number eight seed is The Mummy. I got to bring up something about The Mummy. Mummy. It is $410 million worldwide. That's huge for that movie. Yeah. Okay, but real quick, uh, Muggs, you said um, The Mummy made a lot of money internationally, but what was the budget for it, though? I don't have that. Yeah, because I think think it bombed because the budget was so high. And I I know for a fact that the marketing was through the roof. Oh, was it? Yeah, because Universal was trying to set up their whole dark universe, like Uh, horror movie universe. Mm -hmm. So, like, they spent a shit ton of money on marketing, and they made, like, no money back off of that. Got it. But Rogue, Rogue Nation, shit. though, is its second is Tom Cruise's second highest grossing film of this bracket. Oh, so mm-hmm. it had six hundred eighty nine. Yeah. All I know is that the Mummy was really bad because it was like it was a, horrible. A spinoff of, or not a spinoff, but they're trying to recreate Brendan Fraser's Mummy. Well, the trailer itself was it shows it was like nothing of the Mummy. I was like, wait, well, where is this going? Yeah, I know. Get shown in a plane and all these weird. Things. I was like, what the hell is going on? But there is one little quick scene. I don't know if you guys caught it. Um, and they, she's she's running. She drops that gold book. Yes, that looks like the book the, of the dead. Yeah, from the Brendan Fraser yeah. one. So then I was like super confused because I thought they were trying to start this whole new horror type universe. And then I saw that, and I'm like, so is there gonna be a connection now mm-hmm. to this? And I don't know. It was well, really weird. there was like the whole that guy was trying to be like the comedic relief, uh, like Jonathan was in the original Mummy, and it just none of it was funny. I felt like. Yeah. The whole movie is terrible. <laughs> yeah, they were, I mean, let's be real, that movie was just a setup for their universe because they even had uh, Russell Crowe in it as a yeah. Dr. Jekyll. <laughs> yeah, like they were trying so hard to to set up a universe without actually telling the story. Which I is... thought he was going to save that movie and then Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like, come on, get the fuck out. Yeah, it's like, nope. Yeah, no. yeah. like no. what? Guys, Wait. we can't we can't hide how bad this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait, Maga, I have a question. So this one, did this one make more than MI3? Because you were talking about an MI3, it had all that Scientology MI3 controversy. MI3 made f- 399 million. So and this, this is didn't a- make, well, this made more as far as box office. Okay. What Kerwin is saying is that there was a budgeting, so it kind of lost money because they went all in on this and it didn't do oh, well I'm to set about, up. I'm talking about Rogue Nation. Oh, no, Rogue Nation made 689. Okay. Yeah, it's the second highest uh, grossing film in this bracket. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty good. So I think we can vote. We all we all are pissed off we had to pay to watch the mummy. Did anyone anyone see this in theaters? No. no. Probably we just watch it now. Yeah. Would never so would bad. never pay for it. I that. am really <laughs> upset because I love the mummy. Do we have to actually go down the list or can we just say <laughs> Can we just say one, two, three, mummy? So, so you, you guys are unanimous then, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes. We're going, so, I've already written it down. All right. So, what movie are you guys picking for the listeners? Rogue, rogue, rogue Nation. Stop. We're <laughs> kidding. Rogue. Okay. Erica's going rogue. Rogue Nation. Okay, all right. Thank so, you. Rogue Nation wins. Let's get on to our next matchup. Uh, Jason, what is it? At the number four seed, The Firm versus the number five seed, Top Gun. I uh, feel the need, the need for speed. How is Top Gun a five? That speed? is literally what I was going to say. I was Same. like, I am horrified wow. by this because Top Gun is a five. Like when when you think, I mean, maybe it's our generation. It's the unibrow. It's when you guys be. think of Tom Cruise, I immediately put <laughs> him gun. with Top Gun Maverick. and a couple other Mission Impossible, but Top Gun. Like, how is it a five seat? It's the unibrow. Val Kilmer. The what? Tom, Tom Cruise is a unibrow. This is unibrow Tom Cruise era. In Tom Top Gun? Yes, I brought it up on the you podcast. You know there's planes in there, right? Other than just eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Take okay, but anyways, my breath away. The firm, the firm is decent. I did read the, the book. The firm is terrible. That was, 
It's okay. The Firm is like the Stepford Wives of See, lawyers. you're a literature person. Did you read The Firm, yes, the movie? Yes, I've read The Firm, but I'm saying the movie itself, like, it's the Stepford Wives of Lawyers. I like, liked it. I, 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 I liked it. But I, I also yeah. read the book. I love the John Grisham era yes. when they had the client, the Pelican Brief, yes. all that yeah. stuff. Yes. I thought The Firm was okay, but yeah. it's not beating Top Gun. No, if you, no, if you guys no. met Let It Beat, I'm walking out right now. <laughs> Flipping tables. So, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I got other stuff for Top Gun that we can go over, but yeah, I think it's winning. I think it's I think it's pretty self-explanatory here. And the firm, I feel like it just went on way too long. It was long. It was, it was like long. Half, yes. right? Yes. Was long. Like it's like we yeah. get it. They're after you. It's like yeah. why are you going to another building? Why are you getting on a train? They why are you the mob in the first place and be like, "Hey, I fucked up here." That's it. I can't End of re- movie. I can't remember. Does he run in this movie? Top Gun or the firm? He does. He runs in the firm. Does he really? Yeah. He runs from the train so yeah, he's running. to the other building. I mean, you guys. I Why? Mean, do you have a fetish of him running with his no, tiny just, little just legs? No, just making sure he runs. We yeah. have, we no. have so we can agree. Scenes. One, two, three, the firm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for anybody that's wondering why Top Gun is, uh, you know, Jason, just go ahead and read that. Because, like, I, I thought it was pretty funny during our review episode that it was so low from the critics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so Top Gun, the critics is 54%. But the audience is what, 80? 83. So when you average it out, it's, it's 68 and a half. It's mugga voting it up. Yeah, like, you're going to find that a lot of these movies are, like, taking a dive because of critic ratings, and for the, sure. And then The Firm... Uh, it's kind of backwards. So the critics is seventy five percent, and the audience is sixty four. So then it's a sixty nine and a half. What average? Screw the critics. I, I think also I would think like some of these movies like just the pure number of like actual submissions. Does, does that vary? Is there like is there like a couple thousands of millions of more submissions from critics and audiences? Is that what kind of skews the data as well? Well, there, I think so. You're not going to go back to a nineteen eighties movie think, and I review figured, it. I figured like, that you're going to go see something at the theater and then you're going to be like, this movie sucked. Yeah. I'm going to review it so nobody else has to bear this yeah. burden that I've bared. And so, it's also going to it's also has to do with the fact that like very rarely will critics go back and review something that's older. But right. you're always going to have a movie that finds new fans or finds new watchers that are willing to go on the internet and actually rate a movie like so you're always gonna have thousands more audience reviews than a than a but critic review yeah. i was gonna okay. say do you also think it's like critics back in the day like now everyone's a critic but back then it was just like major publications major newspapers like siskel and ebert like when you look at it this way i mean and this may not be the case for top gun because in our review we kind of talk about how even older reviewers kind of found a lot of fault with that movie but i think um nowadays we live in an influencer era so now you know people like us who don't know shit you know we can influence people's uh feelings about a particular film the critics just lost that loving feeling i see what you did there nice i love it all right so let's get into the danger zone and vote Um, (laughs) all right so uh jason what movie are you picking in this matchup i have to go top gun all right, uh, Johnny, who you got? Top Gun, all the way. Mugga, who you got? Top Gun. Holly? Top Gun. Erica? Top Gun. Eric? I am firmly Top Gun. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and bling. This is the easy one, Top Gun. All right, Top Gun wins. We got that sweep going on. Let me see more of that Val Kilmer with his shirt off. Playing Play with the boys. <laughs> Playing. I am. I was listening to that for nonstop after that podcast. Oh, yeah. It's a great song. All right, Jason, what is our third matchup in uh, the Rogue Mummies region? So our third matchup is a number three seed, American Made. And number six seed is uh, War of the Worlds. I just want to say that I was in tears during American Made when he crashes his plane and he's just running around through this neighborhood, like just covered in cocaine. (laughs) I thought that was probably one of the best I'm gonna, scenes. I'm going to say I was pleasantly surprised by American Made. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a poor man's American gangster. I felt like I'd known that storyline before, but I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah. I think the kid in War of the Worlds is really annoying. Yeah, see, War of the Worlds, I could not get on board with. Yeah. Right. I remember, like, I went to Universal. And you saw the destruction scene. It's really cool. I'll give you that. That so part they, was cool. Did they do that for, like, the Halloween Horror Nights? Is that what they yes. set up? One of the mazes. You can walk through it. I haven't been there at Halloween because I don't I don't like scary stuff so I would never go. Well, I did the tram ride before. I, I don't like scary stuff either, so I did this like in September, like right before it. Clearly, you don't like scary stuff, which is <laughs> yeah. why you went to Halloween Horror Nights. No, no, no. But I'm just saying they had all the setups in the back. So I'm doing the tram ride during the day, and they said, "Oh, this is where we have all the mazes," and they had a war. Was I was like, "Oh yeah, that was okay," but I, I never got okay. on board the movie. But American Made, I feel like there wasn't a lot of advertising for it. No, and no. it kind of flew under the radar. And I watched it, and I was like, "Man, this actually this is." Did oh, it, it right? flew under like, the radar. I don't, I don't know if you're going to catch that or not, but yeah, it flew under the radar. No, but were you not pleasantly surprised? Like, I was just like, fuck, another. I was like, at this point, like 20 Tom Cruise movies deep, and I was like, I can't watch another shitty movie. And then I was watching it, and I was like, this actually isn't bad. Like, well, And I was, kind of hated myself for liking it as much as I did. When I first watched this, I was really nervous because it was like, I feel like it had just came out, and then it was on Amazon Prime, like included in Prime. So I'm like, ooh, that's not a good sign. So and it was like really like recent and I was like oh shit so I watched it I was like I'm gonna give it a shot and I I really liked it I thought yeah. it was really good didn't we watch this in, in Tahoe Tahoe when we're on vacation you might have watched yeah. it separately but yeah we watched it in Tahoe no no I watched it before that oh. Yeah. okay yeah because yeah. that was that was our first just time, want right? to bring yeah. it up War of the Worlds though is his third highest grossing film in really? this bracket six hundred seven million this well, thing made. That's bad sci-fi, though. I yeah. do not yeah. like it's, that movie. It's, it's a remake, so that's what the yeah. thing is. And is I think it it's, a, re- yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, remake, a remake, and I, yeah. I feel like it, was, it also came out around that time where Hollywood was just remaking everything. So yeah. Yeah. even that, I was just like, okay, another remake. Like Also, it's uh, he only did it because MI3 got delayed. Right. Oh, is that yeah. why? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. he had the two directors leave the project. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm. All right, are we ready to vote? I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Bling, uh, who are you picking in this matchup? American Made. Eric, who you got? American made. Erica. American made. Holly. American made. Mugs. American made. Johnny. American made. And Jason. American made. All right. Seven zero. We can't spell America so many without sweeps. Erica. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> hey, I guess that movie made it to the second Yay. round. So let's talk about our final matchup in the Rogue Mummies region. Jason, who you got for us? All right. So in the number two seed, we have a few good men. Mm-hmm. Number seven seed, we have Mission Impossible number two. I don't even know if this is a debate. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not, not at all. I'm sorry. Can so we you're going now? to Mission Impossible too. <laughs> I loved Unanimous. it. Unanimous. <laughs> Unanimous. But which movie has better hair? It's definitely Mission, Mission Impossible too. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I slicked back look that Tom Do Cruise is rocking in that goddamn courtroom when he's at Guantanamo Bay. Sweat does not affect him. Wind does not affect him. That hair is not moving. Yeah, but like his hair is like gorgeous in Mission Impossible too. When he's climbing on rocks, yeah. <laughs> jumping through shit, like breaking in buildings. It's the woo-ism, man. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. They throw- he was ready for the truth in A Few Good Men. Well, the truth is that his hair is better in MI too. Yeah. Oh. Don't you remember, like, he infiltrated that underground little compound, and all the flames are going, the pigeon flies, and he just walks through, and his hair is just flowing. You can't say you didn't like that. Part. Yo, none of the chemicals in his hair caught on fire. I never said that never. I didn't like it. Well, because a power good of men, he was wearing Aquanet, and this one, he was just in the breeze. It's fine. He was wearing short shorts and a few good men, so it's got my vote. I just feel like A Few Good Men's, you know, one of those epic movies, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, we it reviewed is. the court scene and that enough alone. Like, we did a 20-minute extra credits on it. Like, it sh- we could have done, like, a whole hour episode on that court scene alone. Oh, yeah. It has Jackie Boy in it. We have to vote for I'm that, ready right? for the truth. I'm ready for a vote. The whole truth? <laughs> the whole truth. <laughs> nothing, nothing but, but the, the truth. truth. All right. Mission Impossible too. <laughs> Jason, who you got in this matchup? Uh, I'm going to go A Few Good Men. All right, Johnny? A uh, Few Good Men. Mugs? Good Men. 
And Holly? You're goddamn right. I'm choosing A Few Good Men. Erica. A Few Good Men. Eric? A Few Good Men. And Bling? A Few Good Men. Another Man. sweep. Yeah. We're, yeah. Just, we're just not getting any debates going on. Hopefully it happens. Well, I think round two. two. Change in round two. Yeah. I'm going to slap someone. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> Violence. I'm glad you're on that side of the table. <laughs> Let's move on to the Magnolia Cocktails region. Erica, what is our first matchup? All right. Our first matchup in the number one seed is Magnolia and number eight, Cocktail. Okay. So I got to bring this up. Magnolia is a one seed, right? Yes. It is the second lowest grossing film wow. in this bracket. Only 48 million. Cocktail had 78, which is really weird. Um, <gasps> but yeah, I don't. Is it really weird? They're both terrible. It's raining frogs, man. I don't know what to say right now. I kind of hold cocktail in like a like special place in my heart for some reason. I, I like cocktail. I don't mind cocktail. I, I really don't. Either. I don't remember He's cocktail. Obnoxious He's obnoxious in that morning. So but I have to say, without a shadow of a doubt, like there's two movies in this bracket that make me want to lash out irrationally, and this is one of them. Cocktail? Magnolia. Magnolia. Oh. Not cocktail. Like okay, because no, I was I was I was worried because I thought like you know cocktail really lowered the bar. <laughs> I mean, I like cocktails. Hold the tail. I can't. Like, no, I, I agree with you. Cocktail, for some reason, I know it's not the best Tom Cruise movie, but like, I like, especially when you paired up against Magnolia, like, yeah. I don't even like the flower anymore. I'm mad that Chip and Joanna Gaines named their company Magnolia because this movie is so fucking bad. She's not I getting would off the Magnolia. Rather exit. watch. I will, I will avoid the Magnolia exit and go two exits down just to avoid that fucking street. Like, I think you love Magnolia very much. I fucking hate it. Not only is it three hours long, but like it got to a point where I was like, where the fuck is this movie going? Like, And literally, it's going down a street and then it's raining frogs. <laughs> Yeah. And it's frog nail. His hair is long, but it's not Mission Impossible too good looking. It's, <laughs> it's horrible, dude. It's weird. It's like it's ponytailed up. Oh, you it. haven't even gotten into like his character yeah. in this movie. I didn't watch the movie because I didn't care. What? Really? I, Fuck there's nothing to say. I, right. I was just let's start voting. All right, cool. So Erica, you you haven't seen the movie. You haven't seen uh, Magnolia. Magnolia. No, so uh, if there is a tie in any particular matchup, if we ever get to a point where uh, one person or multiple people have not seen a movie and we get to a tie, we're going to go based on the seeding. So uh, whoever has a higher seed will automatically win that matchup as a tiebreaker. But let's get right to the vote. Holly, who are you picking in this matchup? Should be no surprise that I'm picking Pocktail. All right. And Eric? I'm going to pick Magnolia just to piss Holly off. Ooh. <laughs> like we it. may have a tie. I swear to God. Bling, who do you got? Honestly, both movies are forgettable, but I gotta give Magnolia. I think it was just different. What the fuck? Yeah. All right, Jason. Cocktails and dreams. Come on, man. How can you not pick cocktail? Thank you, Jason. You're my only true friend. And Johnny? Yeah, I'll go with cocktail. Three hours of my life was not. Yeah, for a frognado. Yeah, that wasn't good. Could be a dick and pick Magnolia to have it even, but there's no way. I'm gonna go cocktail. All right, so cocktail wins. Cocktail wins from four to two. You really liked Magnolia? I didn't, I'm not saying that I liked it. Oh, okay. It's up against. No, no, no. Speak into the mic, you two dissenters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Use your big boy voice when you're talking about this. Like I said, both films were like whatever. I, I All I know is I had to watch this for one of my like our, my humanities classes. 180, right? Yeah. At Cal so, State, the art so of film. We, That's we what had, had like a, like a it was discussion. the longest discuss- day ever. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a I long discussion. I would have asked for my money back. I would have been like, I'd have to pay for I'm it. But that's where I saw it, Humanities 180. Yeah. I think that's the only reason we all watched the film. 
if, we, if you went to Cal State, San Bernardino, yeah. that's yeah. everybody like had to watch it. And there was a long discussion about it. So it was one of those films like, yeah, it wasn't a great film, but it was something you like definitely talked about afterwards. Like, what the fuck is so, going on? Just, sorry, just a quick off topic. Have you guys seen the movie Crash? Yeah. yeah. I felt yes. like Crash saw this movie and then realized that movie was shit and then made actually a good movie. Yeah. Okay. Like it was a yeah. similar theme. It was like similar, like explored a lot of the same stuff, but like yeah. I just, I hated it. I still wasn't a fan of Crash either though. It wasn't that great to me. You didn't like Crash? No. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I liked it Crash. It was okay. Yeah, I liked so, Crash. I think I've seen it one time. I gotta watch it again. I watched yeah. it and we, we had to watch it for, again, Cal State. How are we talking about Crash though? Let's fucking talk about Tom Cruise. Yeah. Number four and five. All right, so. Can I say one thing though? So we talked about earlier what had the highest Rotten Tomato score. The lowest Rotten Tomato score was Cocktail. He was really? just a man trying to get through 5%. school. Five percent. What? What? Five percent. From critics? Yes. Jesus. Wow. Okay. Why do we like this movie so much, Jason? <laughs> I, I don't know. I know so, why you like it. So, so it's five percent from critics and fifty-eight percent from the audience. That's probably the biggest difference I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah that's, that's. I've huge. never heard it's of a five percent no. critic score. Wait, and we we picked cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We picked cocktail. Holy shit! All right, let's find out what the next matchup is. Uh, Erica, what is it? All right, number four, interview with the vampire, and number five, Jack Reacher. I wish Jack Reacher could use his skills to go in and kill both of these vampires. Yes. This movie sucks, dude. <laughs> yes, it's horrible. Interview does not suck. I love that film. It's the movie ever. Love I, it. I liked it, but I think I liked it because of Brad Pitt. It's got memorable moments, does. though. It's what got a lot of memorable... It? it does. This no, I don't think second, it aged well. This is the second film that makes me want to lash out irrationally. It's really? Like, it's, a, it's a fan fiction of Twilight that if another fan wrote a fan fiction of. It's a fan fiction you of a Twilight fan fiction. Twilight Wait, so you mean it's like of Fifty of Shades of Grey? Yes. No, but it's like a fan fiction of a fan fiction of a fan fiction <laughs> written by a five-year-old, interpreted by someone whose English is not their first language. I fucking hate this movie. Okay, well, you first could, of all, first of all, this came out you before Twilight. Really hate this movie. Uh, yeah, there's some passion behind Beyond. that, but it's Antonio not that Banderas bad. And was a star. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, there's some good moments. Come on. Name know. three. Um, when he slashes that guy in half was pretty cool. Oh, that was actually pretty cool. So that's one. Okay. I actually like the dude that crawled up on the wall and was like kind of screwing with them. That was cool. Okay. And just even the the beginning of the interview, I thought it was cool. Like I how thought, he kind of showed off his like skills. Yeah. And I, I thought, thought Christian cool. Slater, like the whole yeah. him like wanting to be a van, like asking Brad Pitt to like, oh, how do I become one of those guys? And Brad's like, why the hell would you want to be one of those guys? Exactly, yeah. You all the drama. And then Tom Cruise out of nowhere, Lestat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Come on. I like the movie. It's not my favorite. I just hate vampires in general. I, so I would just you be a vampire or a werewolf? Not, neither. Okay. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be a hairy dude? I, I, I not like the Twilight's, the Abraham Lincoln vampire diary. I hate vampires in really? general. I hate them, dude. I think vampires are kind of cool. What vampire movie is good? Blade. 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 I don't like Blade either. Uh, what's the one with Ethan Hawke? Bram Stoker's Dracula was dope too. What's I like the one with Ethan Hawke? I'm not when, mad at Buffy the Vampire Oh, that was that was horrible though. I just don't, uh, like, I don't so even cool like that movie. movie. I don't like vampires at all. <laughs> it's hard to make a good vampire movie because okay. there's only so much you can do with Van Helsing. But also to get off interview no? with the vampire. We kept saying interview with a vampire and like I was looking for it on Amazon Prime. It's interview with the vampire which in and of itself is So you just saw it recently, huh? Yeah. Is that why you compared it to Twilight and all that? Yes. Makes sense. But I'm also very upset with this bracket because Jack Reacher, because if you've read Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher's like 6'5", 250. Oh, come on. Why you gotta bring in height? It's not, wait, I was referring to weight, okay? But Jack Reacher in the books is like The Rock. Like, 
Dwayne so the would, Rock Johnson. You would date so they the real Jack Reacher, just not Tom Cruise Jack Reacher. No, it's it's not a believable character. They should have used John Cena then. Yes, that's what you're trying to say. But we he wouldn't be able to see him the whole entire movie. John Cena doesn't run as well as Tom Cruise. So let's find out uh, who wins this matchup. Mugga, who do you got? Jack. Johnny. Interview with the vampire. There we go. Jason. I don't like either of these movies, <laughs> but I'll choose Jack Reacher. Bling. I, I think I, I, I share Jason's same sentiment, but oh, God, I'll go Jack Reacher. I can at least watch that again. Eric. I'm going Jack Reacher. Erica. Sorry, Johnny. Jack Reacher. And Holly. Jack Reacher. Damn it. Six to one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you can watch that like a second time. I you can't. I will yeah. say that Kirsten Dunst was phenomenal. It was hard as enough for one time. Movie. Yeah, true. She was really good in that. It movie. was gnarly. I like the cutthroat scene where he's like bleeding out and everything. She just was, murders him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when she murks his ass, I was like, dude, that was pretty gnarly. And then he shows up <laughs> randomly again. Yeah, and he had to eat like all the freaking shit in the. Yeah. yeah. See, come on. I, right. I did like Interview with the Vampire. I just I don't think it aged well, and yeah, it's not a movie that I'd want to watch never again. Times. Time. <laughs> never again. <laughs> All right, number three, Last Samurai. Number six, Mugga's favorite movie, Oblivion. Okay, don't gang up on me on this one, all right? But come on, man. Like, Oblivion is just very, just clean, great. Like, all right, real quick, real quick. I I know I'm not voting, but Oblivion, hands down. I'm sorry. It's Oblivion. It's Oblivion. I'm sorry. Last Samurai is okay, but it's one of those movies, do you ever have to watch that again? No. I watch it probably once every other year. Oblivion? Every other year. Why would you... Last time, right? I own it. Oh, the you last also Samurai? owned Oblivion. You don't watch I know, that anymore. No, you feel I, that I, way I, I haven't watched it since. Uh, since, since you dragged him into your bedroom to make him watch the first three. Why minutes. are you dragging everyone into your bedroom? Uh, Jason <laughs> embellished that story. No, really I corroborated not. that story. Whatever. I was, okay, I was so a victim as well. I, really? I mean, I, mean, I, I saw Johnny. Oblivion. He hasn't pulled you into his room and made you watch the first three minutes of Oblivion. We'll do it after this. Oh shit! I'm just saying. You haven't lived if you haven't done oh, that. Oh God! If you what can't am I tell, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I love Oblivion. I think it's yeah. one of the most underrated movies of all time. Understatement of the century. It's a really good movie. It is. It is really good movie. It, yeah. Visually, visually, it's beautiful. Yeah, visually, it's stunning. Visually yeah. It's stunning. I really agree what with they it. did to create it. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I mean, you know where my vote's gonna land. I don't. But no, I do agree with Mugga. That opening um, scene, like where they're showing everything, like what they're doing and where they live, beautiful. I'm, I'm going to agree with him on that one. Because he uh, held you in close quarters and made you believe that. <laughs> he paid me to say that. <laughs> also, dire- well spent. Director, of, uh, director of Oblivion is doing Top Gun too. So. There you go. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be great. So what about The Last Samurai? I thought that had beautiful Last shots Last Samurai well. was really good too. I, it I, did, but it's only a movie you can watch, I think, once. And you're well, good I, I think it has really good hair. I think it's got year. really good battle scenes. Um, it that's, does. Yeah, that's one of the things, and it just you can even argue like it doesn't even have. It's not all Tom Cruise in that film. It's not. I think that's it's true. yeah. That's yeah. so. It's one of those films where it's not like he doesn't. Yes, he's kind of the focal point of the movie, but it's just all the other great actors also in that film. I was drinking when I watched it. I actually watched it at <laughs> one of the fraternity houses that I used to live at, Jason, the one that was uh, the Morgan House. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it, it took Grand everything Mission. out of me to just get through that movie. I just was. N- it was not memorable. You know, I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. But it was beautifully shot. Yeah, but so is Oblivion. That's true. You know, I think Oblivion are. has a little bit more visual stunning like um, aspects to it. I mean, Last Samurai is very, you know, I even like the outfits and everything. The yeah. attire yeah. was really cool. But um, I don't know, just something about it, not too memorable. 
Yeah, I think it started out interesting too because yeah. it wasn't like I thought we'd just jump into like the samurai kind of thing, and it wasn't like that at all. There's like a whole story of like what he did before. Yeah, and, yeah so I was yeah. kind of intrigued. I was like, well, "This is not what I was expecting." But by the end of it, I was just like, eh, "I mean, I don't want to watch this again." Right. Oblivion. I, I've had to watch it again. Yeah. And yes, Mugga, I like Oblivion. <laughs> no, Mugga, you are like fanatical about Oblivion, I, I, and it's contagious. I'm not gonna lie to you because yeah. you love it so much. I feel like we all love it. Like we <laughs> all kind of enjoy it just because it's like when you hear a song that somebody loves yeah. and they're just like I fucking love this song and then you hear it and you're like okay like but then when you really think about it you're like is that song really that right. good right no, no but you just but you just remember the hype of somebody showing you a song yeah. that they like 100% love okay. and that's I, how I feel about Oblivion like but I think I'm the only person at this table that saw Oblivion before Mugga. Probably. Really? Yeah, yeah I saw it in theaters. Oh, so, I did. you're so lucky. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh I'm so sorry. No, and I know, I know my, I, I'm not voting on this episode, but I will say I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. You. Yeah, I liked it a lot, and I didn't need somebody to drag me into their bedroom with the lights off. To I think see it. I think we just all like to give Mugga a hard time. About yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. It's true. All right, all right so uh, let's uh, let's give one of these movies a hard time and vote Holly. Uh, who are you picking in this matchup? I'm gonna pick Oblivion. I love you, Erica. I wrote down Last Samurai, but the more we talk about Oblivion, <laughs> I'm voting for Oblivion. All right, <laughs> Eric. Two. Oblivion. Yes. Bling. The Last Samurai. Fuck Jason. You. <laughs> Oblivion. Johnny. Uh, Oblivion. And Muds. We go Last Samurai. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, was about I would have thrown. I just want to bring up though, in the original bracket that we were going to do, this was going up against Edge of Tomorrow first I round. I would have picked Oblivion. I would have picked Edge of Tomorrow. What? I would have picked I, Edge I of Tomorrow. I think it's a better movie. No, I you love have Oblivion, yeah. and I will, no. I will do whatever I can to get anyone to watch it. You've seen that. No. But I think Edge of Tomorrow is a better movie. I was really waiting good. for that, no. but hey, I like that story. That story is way. I'm about to lock people in a room and make them watch all of Oblivion now, compared to Edge of Tomorrow. Dude, if you really picked Last Samurai, this would have been our last episode. No, no, for real yeah. uh, Erica what is our last matchup in the Magnolia Cocktails region alright our last matchup is the number two seed Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol and number seven Bling's favorite movie <laughs> Legend oh my is this I really just, a discussion it's not a discussion I just no we gotta up. talk it out yeah, yeah, Legend, Legend, Legend. Legend. we gotta talk yeah, to you we, about we, this can we discuss uh, is, is it MI4 or MI Ghost Protocol no this is MI Ghost yes. Protocol <laughs> no it's Ghost Protocol I just want to point out that Bling, I, you said this movie was not that bad huh he did he did yes. in the text and message I, what the fuck I, this is the worst <laughs> three hours of my life like it wasn't I, that long no 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 okay, the worst three hours something. of your life was Magnolia no this actually is like, this is like an hour and a half it's huh? an hour yeah. guys let me chime in here I know I'm not voting but I have, I have to say something about Legend I have never not finished watching a movie that I paid to see so all leading up to this podcast, we got this group chat going on and we're all talking about the Tom Cruise movies that everybody's trying to catch up on. And all I saw for the last 30 days was people talking shit about Legend. So this weekend I said to myself, you know, I'm going to watch this terrible ass movie that everybody's talking about. So I spent $3.99, $3.99. to rent that shit. The worst and it was, uh, Yeah, I had the day off Friday. I decided to watch it. And I'm I've, so Sorry that you wasted. I was just gonna off. say that too. You know that hour and a half could have been well spent can somewhere. Else. Oh, you but could you know have taken a nap. That's oh, a beer but, happy hour. But, oh, you Holly, did. But Holly, oh, you did. I fell asleep eight minutes in, <laughs> and uh, I refused to ever touch that movie ever again. I've never, I've never quit watching a movie that I paid for in Jason my life. And, and this I is the watched, first time. Jason and I watched it last week, and I was doing some meal prep while it was going on, 
and I made Jason read out the Because you the don't opening. know how to read. I don't know how to read. I'm just kidding. No, I made Jason read it out. And as he's reading, I was like, what the fuck is he saying? And I go, and I was like, it's really what he's, it was like the worst thing ever. I mean, within, before you could even see an actor on screen, I was already checked out. I was like, I'm done. Okay. All I have to say is that Eric rented it. God bless you because I didn't want to pay for it. Um, But (laughs) as soon, as soon as one of those random characters came on screen, I was out cold (laughs) and I never woke up again. I woke up like the next day. I think the second the point was when you see, a, was you see one of the first unicorns and their horn is like dangling. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. That's good. supposed to be like a bone, right? Like, yeah. No, my favorite part of I mean, this I've is seen Corwin mo- pulls it up on his computer day. He goes, Holly, you'll enjoy this. And like calls me over to his computer and he's like, look, unibrow Tom Cruise. And I was like, yes, that's all I noticed the entire movie. You're like my favorite. My favorite. Unibrow Tom Cruise. This is the worst movie ever. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the, the no, get me, hear me Bling. out, hear me out, hear me out. Bling. We hear, are you drunk? Hear me out. You've had too many root beers. <laughs> okay, hear me out. So yes, has it aged well? No, but by any means, but it came out around, you have to understand when it came, it came around like when there was Willow. a like Willow, when like Never Ending Story, Story, Excalibur, all these fantasy like genre films. Dark Crystal. Yeah, Dark Crystal. So, you know, during that time, I was like, I think that was the big thing. And so, granted, like I said, I was a kid when I initially saw this film. I thought it was just like, wow, this is kind of a great, it was a great film for me. Have you seen it recently? I haven't seen it recently. Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. You better fucking Venmo us four dollars because you're at. So, so for a nostalgia purpose, yes, that's I, I holds like some. You you're know. going off of what you remembered, like how many years well, ago? You're four. No, and so you're like yeah, fifty years ago. Yeah. I probably years watched ago. it because I I did buy the DVD. So you I, have the DVD. I, I, I have the Ridley Scott Director's Cut Edition. He okay? got it free when he got a printer at Office <laughs> Depot. Wait, for real? You got it for huh? free? <laughs> <laughs> this has to be like at least 10, 15 years ago because this one DVD. They this paid you around. to take that DVD. <laughs> like, take it, please take it. So you get a bonus film with your printer. So granted, I have not seen it recently, so it probably hasn't aged well. But I know as a kid, I hold it dear in my heart. And even when I saw it, was it fifteen years ago? I'm like, yeah, it's like I said, just like never ending story. Right. Like, yeah. And then just you're gonna rewatch, you're gonna rewatch like it and be like, what the story. fuck? I yeah, honestly, I probably should watch it now. See, do it tonight. Please, yeah. you're not allowed to vote. There's twenty <laughs> more vote. minutes on Kerwin's rental. Watch it now. But this is an even match. Look, look who it's going yeah. against. So we don't need to vote, right? This is a seven-zero. Blink. Yes. You're the only one that. No, maybe. no, no. I know. Okay. All those in favor. So this Aye. is a seven-zero. Aye. Yeah. All right. So Ghost Protocol will sweep, and let's move on. All right, let's move on to the uh, final region in our bracket. We got the collateral rain bracket. Mugga, what is our first matchup? All right, so you're having the first 1-8 seed matchup. Eight is Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. And number one seed is Rain Man. Apparently, I've seen Jack Reacher, Never Go Back multiple times, and I never remember what it's about. I'm the same here. So Every was, single time, I'm like, what? What is this about? It's played for, I think, for free. I was on HBO or something. I just kind of start I, watching it, and then just kind yeah. of fades out. Well, so I, John Wick, we reviewed. I, I, okay. It's, it's decent. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that Jack Reacher. Me? No, I'm just saying, like, Jack Reacher is a poor man's John Wick. I, I yes. don't really that enjoy it. it too much. Yeah. And the first one was okay. The second one, I don't have to watch this ever again. Well, Eric and I were discussing the brackets yesterday, and I said, Jack Reacher, never go back. Like, did we even watch that? He was like, yeah, we did. And then he described it to me. I was like, Eric paid for it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I like, Shut up on my bill. <laughs> but yeah, I just, it's, I think it's just forgettable for me. Yeah. 
That's all. That's all I have to say. I, I think Rayman's a good. I think Dustin Rain, Hoffman does a great job in yeah, that movie. I, I, I think Rayman's, Rayman's great, job. not just be, not because of Tom Cruise, really. It's Dustin Hoffman. It's Dustin, it's Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. See, but this yeah. is okay. So I sent out in the group text right after I watched Rain Man, and I said, "Are we going based off Tom Cruise's performance, or are we going based off the movie alone?" And that movie was the reason why I asked that question. Well, also mm. I responded to the group text saying you didn't actually it was Mugga that responded. No, no, I said something in the group text saying that every single movie where Tom Cruise isn't the star. Oh are the movies that I love. Yeah. Like Rain Man, Top you Gun. Don't? Interview Top with Gun, the Vampire. The I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was say, what yeah, the... Interview with the Vampire, like because of Brad Pitt and Kirsten Dunst. Woo. So, I don't know. <laughs> Johnny got a whoop out of that one. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Um, no, I thought Rain Man, it's funny because I'd never seen this movie, but you always hear about it. Mm-hmm. And so I had to watch it for, obviously, this bracket. And it was just funny because if you guys have ever seen The Hangover... Yeah, they have that tribute to it. They have the tribute to it. And I was like, holy shit. I've been watching The Hangover and enjoying that scene, never knowing where it came from. Yeah. So you just watched Rain Man Mm -hmm. recently? Really? It was, no, so I said, like, I started off with all the free Tom Cruise movies. So I went through Hulu, I went through Amazon Prime, and I went through Netflix and got, like, all the free ones on this bracket before I, like, made myself pay for movies. So, like, I was deeply desensitized by the time that I was, like, paying for them. And I was just like, fuck it, add it on the bill. I think Rain Man is a, it's one of those movies that I will watch if it's on. Oh yeah. yeah. I will. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. You'll never what? watch it really? again. Really? Really? I don't think so. It's got those re- uh, revisiting moments like you want to go back and see it again. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Why do you say that? It was just it was long for no reason and I felt like Tom Cruise was just like an asshole through and throughout and like even at the end when he didn't get his way like and Dustin Hoffman went back to the home like I don't know I just didn't really I just I, really I guess like I it. like Dustin Hoffman's performance too. Yeah, yeah. No, Dustin, no, he's Dustin Hoffman was the highlight of this movie. Like absolutely, but Tom Cruise was kind of a petulant child in this movie. Well, I mean, that was his character. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what adds to the movie. I, I don't know. I, I liked it because of yeah. that. I liked that there was like this, like kind of not opposite, but just like these, a little conflict. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he was a he was a dick throughout it, but I I liked that at the end. He was like, I want to spend time with my brother. I want to get to know my brother. And then they were like, Oh, well, you can't do that. Like, he needs to be in the home. And I, it kind of like made me sad when he was saying bye. When he was like, What's the brother's name again? I forgot. Sorry, Dustin Hoffman's character, Raymond. Yeah, yeah. And he was like Raymond. Raymond at the train, and he was like concerned because he wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. And then he finally came back, and I was like, it kind of makes me sad. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I think for the time too, like I think it was, I, it looks really well done. Yeah, yeah. And then in Grant, I mean, look at who, who it's competing against, Jack Reacher. So yeah, it's just it's. <laughs> I I watched both these. I think it was this week I watched both of them, and it was back to back because I was like, oh, I might as well continue the story if I'm going to watch these. I'll watch them in succession, and it's yeah. just like, holy shit, like it's. To me, it feels like a poor man's Ethan Hunt, personally. Uh, yeah, that's. What, I think I, I got the same thing actually with both films. So yeah, I, that's what it felt like to me. <laughs> yeah, hmm. but I'm ready to vote. All right, Bling. Who are you picking in this matchup? Rain Man. All right, Eric. Rain Man. Erica. Rain Man. Holly. Rain Man. Bugs. Rain Man. Johnny. Rain Man. And Jason. Rain Man. Sweet. <laughs> He's like Jack Reacher. Right, we never go back. Uh, Seven oh sweet. Rain Man. All right, uh, let's now get into our next matchup. <laughs> Make it rain, man. Yeah, now to our next matchup. I'm interested in this one. You have your six seed, which is Valkyrie. Am I saying that correctly? Is that how you say Valkyrie, it? Okay. Yeah. And then you have the first one, other than Days of Thunder, with his former wife, uh, Nicole Kidman, Eyes Wide Shut. This is a Stanley 
Stanley Kubrick Kubrick film, right? Which I still think is a trash movie, but whatever. Love it. Love Eyes Wide Shut. I'm sorry, okay. Before we get into our okay, I I need to orgy. I need to hear why you loved it. Like before we interrupt you, like just let us have it. Have you seen it lately? Because I I have not seen this movie lately and I I watch this movie a lot. Well, I'm a huge Stanley Kubrick fan as it is. I think we all are. Yes. But because his storytelling is so different and it's not the norm that it makes it a great film. Like you think you know what you're in for and then the ending you're just like wait what the hell but yes. like some stories do not have to be like oh there's a beginning a middle and an end kind of like how no country for old men was yeah. you don't know where it's going but the story takes you into some weird places and at the end you're just like questioning like like what happened yeah you're yeah. kind of questioning that and i love that and i love films that are like that because they make you think more than it's just like hey i'm gonna blow up it's this not stuff predictable. it's not predictable yeah. at all you know well, what i mean I'm going to agree with you. I actually liked Eyes Wide Shut because I am a Stanley Kubrick fan. Yes. And I like how you said you don't know where the film's going to go. And I think that's why I liked it. But I can understand why other people were sort of like confused. Oh, no, definitely. What the hell is going on? But it's like a clockwork orange. Exactly. You got to know the guy's work yeah. that you're going to get into. If you don't, then you're really going to be like, well, what the hell am I watching? Because a lot of watching? Stanley Kubrick's movies are like, what the fuck? Yeah, like 2001, yeah. and then you go to you know, a Clockwork Orange, yeah. and then Eyes Wide Shut, obviously, which was his last film before he died. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's one of those where you just kind of, if you know Stanley Kubrick, you know what you're going to get in for. But if you don't, you're really going to be like, I, I do not like this. What the hell yeah. did I just watch? I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. This might be a stupid. Didn't he do The Shining also? He did The Shining yeah, as well. Shining. Yeah, and that's and you know what? And he, Stephen King hated his vision of The Shining. Oh really? Stanley I Kubrick does his own thing. But I, I kind of feel like The Shining though. This is nothing to do with Tom Cruise, but I felt like The Shining, Stanley Kubrick's version, kind of did tell a story. It kind of got to the point. It wasn't like random. I it mean, did, that's what but I felt same like. same with the you know with Eyes Wide Shut. The ending was still like, what the hell, you know? Yeah. And I think his movies always do that. And you know. I thought Tom Cruise's acting was really good and, and Eyes Wide Shut. I thought Nicole, uh, was it Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah. Nicole Kidman. She did a great job in it as well. And visually too, I think it's beautiful. It's got like a bunch of like weird color undertones. There's a lot of blues and stuff. So it makes you feel like a certain way. I, I, I want to go to Jason so. on the ratings because I know Valkyrie did not do well ratings wise, right? I think this is one of his worst rated films of all time. So at least by the critics, it was 60. Because I enjoyed it, but what are the, the critics gave the Valkyries? 62. You enjoyed Valkyrie? I, you know, and I, I know that the very beginning they go from the German to American English right away. I get that. I didn't like that as well, but I, I don't know. I, I, I loved love it. History. A Nazi with an American accent. Yeah, yeah. that's, I, that's I, exactly. I was like, that's the fuck is so this movie? I, I get it, but I, I did enjoy it. I didn't mind it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it desensitized, like it numbed it, you. So and I yeah, it's movie, you're just like, this is, this is not the most unrealistic thing about this movie is a Nazi having an American accent. Yeah. But I like war movies. That's, so, and yeah. I think that's why, yeah. this was around the time when you had, um, like you had Saving Private Ryan, right? Yeah. Other stuff that was going down that was... Is no, it? I thought no. Saving Private Ryan was in 99. later, way later. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Saving yeah. Private Ryan no, was there, like, there was a war movie going on that time too, but I can't remember. But there's, there's did, like did, way more better war movies out yeah. there, there is. than Valkyrie. Yeah. Valkyrie yeah. is not... Five. Yeah, Valkyrie is not memorable. Did Glorious Bastards come out before this? It did, yeah, it did. I think it was around that. Around a time. I don't remember if this came out before or after, but I just like, okay. There were a lot of Nazis going on. Yeah. This movie came out. Yeah. There were, there were. <laughs> no, I just what I'm saying is the Nazi having an American accent wasn't the least like you couldn't fake believable part of this. You didn't like the eye patch? No. 
I could probably I list like five more movies, uh, war movies that are way better than. So Avatar. Eyes Wide Shut, like in the two year vicinity of this, this is, coming out. Yeah. yeah, this is close. Eyes Wide Shut made 104 million. Valkyrie 100 more million at 204. So that was kind of interesting. Valkyrie made more. Now again, this is coming out way later. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I think I would vote Valkyrie still, unless Same. you guys have anything. Oh, but let's put it to a vote then. All right. uh, Jason, what movie are you picking? For the reason that I can't really, it wasn't memorable. Valkyrie was not memorable to me. I'm gonna go Eyes Wide Shut. Really? I thought you oh, hated man. Eyes Wide Shut. I don't like it, but I, I at least I remember what yeah. happened. Yeah. And uh, I was asking Holly earlier, like I, I'm still left with some questions, so I'm gonna go Eyes Wide Shut. All right, Johnny. Eyes Wide Shut all the way. I'm gonna go Valkyrie. And Holly. Valkyrie. Erica. Eyes wide shut. Ooh. Eric. Valkyrie. And Comes bling. down to bling. Comes down to bling. First oh, time. God. Just because I don't want to ever see it again, I, I have to go Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Eyes Wide Shut again. That's the thing. Eyes Wide Shut. Somebody is said down. about Eyes Wide Shut that their chemistry was undeniable, like Nicole Cruz and Tom. Nicole Cruz? Nicole Cruz. Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. I, Nicole Cruz and Tom I didn't Kidman. see it. I Did you? Like, Johnny, that. you like the movie. Did yeah. you feel like their chemistry? Yeah, yeah. Because there's undeniable. some movies. There's some movies where you see it and you feel like this is fucking unrealistic as hell. But well, like Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise, I felt like they like had more chemistry with a wall than they did with each other. On what movie? <laughs> night and day. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I thought in Vanilla Sky they were okay. Yeah, Vanilla no, they Sky were, they were, they were but Sky, Night and Day yeah. there was I was like they yeah. have more chemistry with like. Were you talking about Cameron Diaz? Yeah. And Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. But what I'm saying is I was reading reviews on Eyes Wide Shut and I was like I. I just don't like it. It's not my cup of tea, but like I was reading the reviews and it was like, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise's chemistry is undeniable. Nicole Cruise and Tom Kidman are electric. Like, if I keep messing I mean, I don't know if I don't know if it's I don't know if it was that like intense like that, but That's it was, you know, like, it was good. I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and I was just like, are they just, are they like, did the studio give them money? It just might be that? for hyping it up for yeah. hyping the purpose. Because well, I didn't see it. Like, I was more so just like, I, I think she had more chemistry with the, the random dude that wanted to bang her. Whoa. Than, there you go. <laughs> That's true. I think so. Yeah. Real, real quick though, we we do have to be grateful for Eyes Wide Shut because if it wasn't for that movie, Mission Impossible Two would have never got delayed, and we never would have got Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yes. So fun fact. So there's fun a there's a plus Sunday. out of that. Yeah. So there's thank you, Eyes Wide Shut. You thank did you, Eyes Wide Shut. Thank you, Orgies. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. Cheers to Orgies. Uh, Mugga, what's our next matchup? We got an interesting one. You got the number six seed born on the fourth of July against the number three seed Jerry Maguire. I'm gonna have to sit this one out because I have not seen Born on the Fourth of July. Same, same here. Whoa. I didn't see that one. So, okay, I, I, I know you guys are sitting out. I have not seen this movie in forever, but I still yeah, remember I it. Yeah, seen it in forever. Synopsis. So, does it goes to war? He goes to war. He's all patriotic. Yes. And he's, then comes he's back. On, born on the Fourth of July, literally on the Fourth of July. Yeah. Then he comes back. Um, How aptly named. Wounded. I think he's in a wheelchair. wheelchair. I forget what his he, disability is or so what. He, okay. Because Jason just watched fire it. In there too. So you guys haven't watched this recently? No. None of you? When did this movie come out? I don't it was know. in the 90s. Really? Yeah. Oh, EP you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he comes back from um, Vietnam, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. and he had gotten shot in his ankle and it looked like in his shoulder, but they said it fucked up his spine. So now he's paralyzed. And they try yeah. to walk. Yeah. So he's like, so he's in uh, the, probably the, one of the most grotesque parts about this movie is in the hospital. Yeah. Like, I don't, it is one of the worst. And... He's like so committed that he's gonna start walking again. Doctors tell him he's not gonna be able to walk again. But he like gets these little like arm like things and he's trying to like he's like canes and he's trying to walk and he's like dragging his feet. Like his feet aren't his legs are not moving. Mm-hmm. Like he's just not gonna walk again. And then he finally gets out of the hospital after I wanna say like six months. 
and he goes back home and like you were talking about, he's very patriotic. Yeah. Anyone in his family has multiple, I think five or six siblings and they're like, one of them was talking about how like the war is wrong, they shouldn't be there and he's super patriotic. He's like, I went there, I fought for your, your rights and, and for your freedoms and you don't understand what, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and just he just starts going ballistic. Then he becomes like an alcoholic, mm-hmm. essentially, still in a wheelchair. He ends up going down to uh, his parents end up kicking him out because he co- keeps coming home drunk. And he goes down to Mexico. He meets up with Willem Dafoe. And it's like he lives a, in like a villa. Yeah, it's like a villa. It's like a community yeah. of these like, like for retired uh, wounded warriors, essentially. Yeah, yeah, essentially, it's like these like almost a lot of them are in wheelchairs like Willem Dafoe's in a wheelchair. They're all in wheelchairs. And he's just going down there, boozing it up. Like, <laughs> meets really, a prostitute. <laughs> he meets a prostitute, but he's disabled. So it's it's like a weird thing that he has to work through which is it's interesting in itself and then he ends up coming back and then the, i think the biggest turnaround is that he ends up being against this war well you forgot to mention that he accident there's friendly fire he accidentally killed that right. soldier yeah so in the midst of him getting injured he, well it's actually before he got mm-hmm. injured mm-hmm. that he actually had friendly fire and he, and he ended up killing someone because the, the sun was shining his eyes there was they're charging this, at him he, yeah this huge attack on them and he ends up killing this guy. Come to find out, it's it was friendly fire. It was you know one of his um, his comrades, and it's like it really fucked with his head. He kind of let it go. I think that's why he boozed it so hard. So like you were saying, Erica. So after he comes back from Mexico, then he approaches the family, the family, and um, the widow, and you know the kid and stuff like that, and kind of just spills his guts. And they don't really forgive him, but at least they acknowledge what happened. It sounds like a good film. You sold me. I've never, yeah, I've, you sold me. I've never, I, but I've never even heard of this film. That's why. Same. All right. So real quick, who has not seen this film? Okay. So Johnny, you have not seen this we, film. We still have an Bling. odd number. Yeah. All right. So we still got we still got an odd number. So the only people that are going to be voted on this is Holly, Erica, Eric, Jason, and Mugga. Yes. Yeah. When we get to the voting. I was going to say the one thing I liked about Born on the Fourth of July it was like this is the loose character. Lieutenant Dan from my oh, favorite yeah. movie. Yeah. That's what I kept thinking the whole time. I was like, this is where they got Lieutenant Dan the, the from. One, Lieutenant Dan, I scream. The one thing I didn't like is just how it ended. Yeah. So he like yeah. writes this book essentially and now he's all against this war and now he's like, he's come from like poverty and like really fighting like these, like these fights with the police and protesting and all this stuff and now he's like, snap of a finger, it's like he's in a suit and he's in this wheelchair and they're like, they're backstage and he's about to go on stage and talk about this book and all this stuff and they just like, they, he wheels out. It's over. And it's over. And it's yeah. just like, wow. This is a true story. Tom Cruise's character is actually someone that went to Vietnam. He so the original, the author, who directed this movie? I'm sorry, I forgot. All right, so the director of that movie, uh, Born on the Fourth of July, was actually Oliver Stone. Okay, so Oliver Stone paired up with this Ron guy, and they created this movie. So this is technically a true story. This Ron character actually lived through the Vietnam War, was paralyzed, all that wild shit. The end. I was going to say, we spent so much time on Born on the Fourth of July. Why have none of us talked about Jerry Maguire? Show me the money. Jerry Maguire, I think, is a movie that everyone can enjoy, whether you're little or old or you're male or female. I feel like you kind of have to be older. You can't be little to enjoy Jerry Maguire. I I think you could. I I, I, I literally think that you can have kids in high school today watch this movie and be like, oh, it's entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. That's what what I'm saying. You know, like, I feel like it appeals to every type of audience that we have. So I, I mean, I, I'm not saying Born of the Fourth of July is not good, but I. It doesn't compare Jerry to Jerry Maguire, Maguire, dude. Yeah. 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 Eric, what do you think? Yeah. 
There is two quotes from Jerry Maguire that are like legendary movie. You know, you just stopped. You had me at hello and show me the money. You know, I mean, we still say that. That was Jerry Maguire. Hey, don't forget, uh, you complete me. Yeah, or like you complete me. I'm not gonna do what you're gonna think of doing. Just flip out, man. That's one of my favorite, dude. You know. No, I think we've all. I feel like we've all been in that situation. Where we've noticed that something was wrong and then we're the one to say something and then everyone else is like nope never said that like I don't agree with that and then like you just get made to look like a punk and so I love this movie I think Cuba Gooding Jr. is amazing Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba I think that's it <laughs> what just happened that was Eric's take Cuba <laughs> I'm ready to vote I'm ready, ready. alright so let's go ahead and vote Johnny and Bling are going to be involved in this vote uh, so Eric what movie are you picking Jerry Maguire Erica Jerry Maguire Holly Jerry Maguire Mugga Jerry and Jason Jerry Maguire alright Jerry Sweet. takes it so and, you guys uh, didn't even have to watch it no but you should watch he it sold, it's a really good movie Jason sold it to me like yeah. the, the, the way not, it sounded I mean he is this movie sa- better be fucking good Jason he is, he is a sales guy so <laughs> what did I just vote I didn't vote for it I'm just saying it was. <laughs> but that's Jerry Maguire though I mean yeah, yeah, come on now, now I'm interested Jerry. in seeing it yeah Jerry, right. we're, we're getting far off topic let's get into the next one which is far and away no. <laughs> and Collateral. Now, collateral. Yeah. Collateral is the only movie that he's a villain. Villain, correct? yes. 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 So yep. so you guys were up one. his ass for this one because he's a villain. I said he plays the same character in every single movie, and you guys were like, he's a villain in Collateral. Jason doesn't like his hair in this one. Is the, it not flowing? No, it's the, the gray. Uh, the white. Is it the yeah, gray the, that's throwing you off? Salt and pepper look. It doesn't look real. It just it doesn't look like him. I don't you don't look real. You know what part of this movie like made me queasy? It was when he breaks the guy's leg. Yeah. I oh, almost yeah. threw up. Okay, so I think we're going to... We're a consensus of collateral. I know we're going to vote. Did anyone enjoy Far and Away, though? I just like that it was Ireland. I was, I was expecting when Jason yeah. said, oh, it's another Nicole Kidman film of... Love, but the fight scenes I thought were cool, the whole Irish... I, I, I really enjoy, enjoyed it in a sense. I don't know if I ever watched it again. It, I'm just saying it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. the worst one on this list. And I have never heard of this movie before this bracket came out. Okay, so I thought I never saw this movie far and away. And then I read the synopsis on it and I was like, oh no, I've seen this movie. I just chose to erase it from my memory. And I texted my dad. I was like, dad, did I watch this movie with you? He's like, yeah, many years ago. And you hated it. So I'm voting for collateral. Solidified your uh, hate. (laughs) Well, like Far Away was okay. It's not bad. It's not the worst movie on this list. No, it's not. I just, I just, one funny part is the very end when the horse falls on Tom Cruise. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I went back. I went back this morning and watched it again. <laughs> Can we just replay that scene? <laughs> After we're sad. done doing this, we need to watch it all together as a group. It's actually the pretty scene? sad. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's vote. Let's vote on this. But I want to bring up one thing after we vote on it. But let's let's vote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who are we starting with, Kerwin? All right, Jason. Uh, what's your pick for this matchup? Uh, I'm gonna go collateral. Johnny. Uh, the salt and pepper hair with uh, collateral. Mugga. Ooh. Collateral. Holly. Says the salt and pepper's here. Collateral. Erica. <laughs> Serving the George Clooney look. Collateral. <laughs> Eric. Collateral. And Bling. Collateral. Before we move on, the original bracket had the two Nicole Kidd movies, other than Days of Thunder, far and away against Eyes Wide Eyes Shut. Wide shut. Eyes Wide Shut, hands down. down. Johnny and was... I agree. Eyes Wide Shut. That's like... I yes. think I would have gone far and away. No I way. Would've, what? I would have. Uh, Jason, done. what would you have done? I think I would have done Eyes Wide Shut. Bling. I would have done Far and Away. I can what? Jesus. I, can, I, can, I would have done Far and Away. Far and it would have been one, two, three. Eric, who would you have gone? You would have been the tiebreaker. We should have, we should have had this. I'm the tiebreaker? You guys haven't voted yet. No, no, no. no, no, no we're saying if, we if it was Eyes Wide Shut and Far and Away. Yeah. 
We need to know. <laughs> Moving on. Eyes. That was it for the round of 32. Let's move on to the round of 16. All right, that was the round of 32. How do you guys feel uh, that first round went? Can I bring up a statistic real quick? We did the Disney movie bracket. That was back and forth, even the first round. This one, you have 16 matchups. 12 of them were unanimous. Mm-hmm. I think so, I think we weeded out a we, lot of the shit. There we go. It's going to get into the meat and potatoes coming up, right? I feel I like mean, we, I still have, we still have to go. trim a little Let's bit of fat. It. Yeah. Because I feel like it was like bad versus worse. But I feel like this one's not going to be as many I unanimous. am sad Days of Thunder's not up there. I'm a sad... Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, what Thank are you, you. sad? That's Thank you. Sad. I was going to say, like, is there any movie that didn't make it that you kind of wish... Days of Thunder and yeah. Legend. Legend. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> I'm, I, guys, I have to bring up Magnolia. I'm sad that it was unanimous. Okay, can we... Let's just I'm talk about it. Like, looking you. at what's left, what has a chance to win? Obby Top Gun. Top Gun, yes. Mm. Over a few good men? That's that's where it's gonna. I like. Okay, so next round, we're, I mean, we're getting into Jerry like, Maguire. I think has a chance to win yeah. that. Bracket. Show me yes. the money. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oblivion, my favorite, is going up against Ghost Protocol. I think it's gone. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, Top Gun, I think, has an easy path. I don't know. Top Gun, uh, no, until it hits a few good men. No, I, I don't. I, I don't think Top Gun has know, an easy path. I don't think Top Gun has an easy path. I don't think so either. I think the I think the brackets that you Edge of Tomorrow could do some damage. Wait, yes. you're Rogue Mummy, right? So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm the no, I'm Collateral Rain. Okay, so I think mine and Jason's brackets have, I think it's going to hit ahead. Erica's bracket, I think, is tough. You got Cocktail going up against Jack Reacher and Oblivion against Ghost Protocol. I, I hate to throw myself under the bus, but I feel like I have the weakest bracket. No, I, I do. No. You have Rain Man and Jerry I have Valkyrie Wiry. in the second round. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> a, a Nazi that speaks English. Valkyrie, <laughs> why? Why did that make it? Yeah. <laughs> why did Valkyrie make yeah. it? You guys tell me, man. <laughs> oh, I, I, okay, no, I think I our eyes were wide shut on when we voted on that uh, one. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I blame Kerwin for this. <laughs> this is All true. Right. Yes. Let's get into, let's get into this right, next round. It's going to be good. Let's get into the Sweet 16, our remaining 16 movies. Holly, tell us what our first matchup is in the Edge of Thunder region. All right. So winning from the last round, we have Edge of Tomorrow facing off against Mission Impossible 3. Damn. Damn. Edge of Tomorrow. What? Edge. Before you... Yeah. It's, it's got an edge. Yeah. But before you do that, Mission wow. Impossible 3 is great. It's it phenomenal. Is. It is yes. great. But okay. Edge of Tomorrow has a better story. Why? Line. I want to know why. I just like that whole concept. Oh, I'm sold. Yeah. The live, no, no, live, no, die, no, repeat. No, live, die, repeat. repeat. Yeah. And to be yeah. honest with you, when I first saw Edge of Tomorrow, I was kind of annoyed that we kept going back to that first scene. Like, wake up, Maggot. Like, come on, all right. We, yeah. we saw this. It's picture. actually on your feet. Or sorry, whatever. Maggot. Whatever he says. <laughs> but like, you know wow. what? Fuck off, Max. <laughs> on your feet. But no, um, honestly, like seeing that scene over and over again, I was like, come on, can we just get to where they need to get across and kill these freaking weird creature things? I have to disagree with you. I feel like Mission Impossible 3, I feel like you have Philip Seymour Hoffman that is like probably top 10 villains for me. Yes. Yes. Like when, when Tom Cruise is fucking with him and he's like, I'm going to end you. I'm going to end your life. I'm going yeah. to fuck everything that you know. Like in that moment, I was hooked. Yeah, and they start with at the very beginning. I was taking notes. At the very beginning, she showing you what's going to happen, and it leads you to that. And you're like, how does it get to there? Right. Yeah, you're like you're you right. are. You are. I love in, Mission Impossible Three. Well, no, he's yeah. literally like holding him out of a plane. I have your life in my hands, and Philip Seymour Hoffman is still talking shit. Yeah. yeah. 
You like Tarantino did it like from the get go. I feel like showed you the end. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie. How do we get and here? Right. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking because like, and then it just cuts all the way back, and I was like, dude, this is so cool. We haven't seen this in right. the first two. Yeah. Right. Well, you guys this, this, this is a tough one. Yeah. That's a DJ Abrams effect. You, you guys know my thoughts on Mission Impossible Three and how it's important for the franchise, but it's it's the tough matchup going against like they both have their like very solid points, yeah. which and it's you know it's kind of sad to see one of them go, but you know. Which one's a stronger storyline, or you know? Yeah, they're what both think, really we, good films. We going to vote? I mean, I I love Edge of Tomorrow. I love the the sci-fi. I love like the this kind of like asshole who's kind of just sort of uh, he's the PR guy. He's not trying to be in the war. Who gets forced into the forefront right. and has to become that, a hero yeah. unwillingly. Yeah. Like I I love that aspect of Edge of Tomorrow and just. The time, the time travel aspect of it is... It's really nice. good sci-fi. You know, like yeah, how he said, like there's sci-fi. there's some sci-fi that he's done that has not been great. Yeah. But I think this is like a story that is like, holy crap, it's kind of different, you know, new take on things. And, you know, I, I like the concept. Yeah, I really favorite, do like the concept. My favorite part, too, is every time like he get hurt, Emily Blunt just takes her nine and just like... Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, what the like thought? Start I thought over. The, I thought the director or the writing of it did a good job of showing you, hey, is this the first time we met? And this is like, you're seeing it for the first time, but mm-hmm. you're debating. Like, And I, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait for Edge of Tomorrow 2, right? I don't even know what it's going to yeah. be called. What is it? Is it Shut called? up. There's another one? Oh, yeah. There there's, 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 been, there's been talk about it. So I think it's called Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. Yeah. yeah. Repeat again. We got a second one coming. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into yeah. that. So, yeah. We don't know where it's going to go, but yeah. Live, Die, and Re-Repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's get into uh, voting. Holly, who you got in this matchup? Mission Impossible 3. Erica? Edge of Tomorrow. Eric. Edge of Tomorrow. Bling. Edge of Tomorrow. Jason. I think I have to go Edge of Tomorrow. Johnny. Live, I repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. And Mugs. I'm going to go Edge. That was a tough one. That was tough. Mission Impossible 3 was really good. Yeah. I just, you guys know how I feel about like a character development of a villain. Yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was phenomenal. He's the best villain. I know I have not seen... What's the recent one? The Fallout. Fallout. I have not seen that <laughs> but one. But you've seen Rogue Nation. Seen Rogue Nation. I think he's the best villain in all of the Mission Impossible so far. I think if this was up against anyone else, it would have gone far, but this was a tough one, though. Yeah. 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 For sure, Mission Impossible 3 uh, would have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Farther. Yeah. And so I was telling, I think I was telling you, Jason, I was watching this while I was, I was working because I work from home a lot of the time during the week when I'm not traveling. And so I had it on as background noise. And like with most of them, I could like, you know, check in and check out and like still understand what was going on with the story. But Mission Impossible, I, Mission Impossible 3 especially, I found myself getting a little bit more distracted. So I deposit and like come back because it was like, I actually can't work with this as background noise because I can't follow along. Like the other ones, yeah. like I think that's why I hold it in such a high regard because it was a refreshing movie in the whole franchise. All right, here we go. All right, Holly, what is our final matchup in the Edge of Thunder region? All right, so we have Risky Business and Minority Report. Hands oh, down, Minority, minority Report. Minority Report. Can yeah. we just go one, two, three, Minority If you report? really think about Minority Report, though, like, what were you saying? Like, how are we going to really say, like, we're going to stop crime before it ever even happened? Just, like, we're going to go like, along this thing? Yeah, just, like, imagine, like, you're getting arrested, and you're just, like, sitting in your house And you didn't do shit. And you're like, oh, just so you know, like, tomorrow you're going to do something. And you're going to jail for life now. Like, well, I, I didn't do anything yet. Think about it. Like thoroughly and no, like yeah, it makes the, no sense. That's the yeah. point of the movie though that you no, can change it, right? Yeah. Also, 
the whole minority port situation where Agatha was like, you can make a choice. Like, do we really think these people are going to commit these crimes or yeah? But for why did it go on for so long that, Oh, we're going to listen to this person floating in water, yeah. make the choice of like, I'm arresting you right now because you're going to do it. And it doesn't really make sense. And if you really think about it, well, I mean, they're not going to listen to the people drowning in the water. Oh, mm. <laughs> she died, Kerwin. And then she tried to get God. her baby back. I don't know. I, th- I think Minority Report's great sci-fi. I mean, it, I, I, it I, is. I get your point for sure. Yeah. Like it creates all kinds of weird legal implications. Like you're arresting someone before they do anything. But at least in the movie, like they're usually arresting that person like right before they're right before the act the happens. Act happens. But it, it is a great. I, I'm, I'm I, gonna probably go with it. But just really thinking about it, yeah, it's it, weird. Kind it's, of weird. But Colin Farrell. I can we him. just? Oh, Colin Farrell. Can we just? Colin Farrell. I don't. Know if I even like well, him. You don't like him in a what was it, movie, Daredevil? <laughs> have, oh, you, God. have you seen him in no. Alexander? Yes, and that's horrible. <laughs> no, horrible. that's the funny thing. So when we were watching this movie, I told Eric, I said, I don't think I like Colin Farrell, and he was like, he's You a, don't like him in this movie? I was like, No, he's a beautiful. There is Irishman. one movie though that oh, I really God. love him in. It's a uh, horrible bosses. Yeah, hilarious. Too. I've yes. never seen that. That movie. says a lot. You though. have to watch horrible yeah, bosses. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that, that will change a lot my mind about Colin Farrell. That's all I get. No, he was in The Recruit. I like The Recruit. He was in Fantastic Beasts. I hated him in that movie. I just, I don't think I like Colin Farrell. And every time I see his face, I'm like, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. But the the gentleman, he was really good too. Yes. Did you see The Gentleman? I haven't seen The Gentleman. No, I haven't seen that one. one He's really good in that. I was going to say, I think he's fantastic in this movie because you want to hate him. And you do hate I think him. Maybe it works. I think I just hate him. He does play a villain a lot. So, he does. Yeah. But is he even a villain in Minority Report? Because he dies like he what, dies three quarters of the way he, through. Right? But he he's introduces not. He's, he's presented as kind of like the bad guy, but it, it kind of comes later on in the movie. He's not really the bad guy. He's, yeah, because it yeah. switches. Yeah. He's right. a three-eyed which, raven. Which is part of what part of the reason I love that movie is like you kind of. You don't know who the bad guy is until, you know, midway through the movie or towards the end. I think when you get Colin Farrell, like, saying these things and it brings up the point that, like, Johnny and Jason were both making, like, you haven't actually done the crime. And Tom Cruise is the protagonist. Like, naturally, Colin Farrell at the beginning of it is the antagonist because he's directly, like, being like, does this make sense? Like, they haven't actually done it. And you're like, oh, shit, they yeah, haven't actually but that, done that's it. That's what makes it a good film because then you're kind of conflicted and it does you know do that to you and then that's I think that's why it's a really good film and I think one of the reasons that Minority Report and kind of other movies like it are good is because it makes the audience based on their own morals pick sides during the you question yeah yeah and I think there's a lot more audience engagement in that right because the audience has to make a choice themselves during the course of the movie when you see a lot of movies where you don't necessarily have a uh, outright antagonist, but you have a uh, another person who has basically a different point of view. Yeah, than our, than it's our not main black character. and white. It's yeah. it's more like the gray, you know, that gray area of like what what is right and what is wrong. You know, see, yeah. I I even took it to like a spiritual element of like free will versus it does. Like yeah, predetermined yeah. No, destiny definitely. of just like even though you have like I. You know, some people think like you you have in every situation a, a choice to make mm-hmm. or if like your will is predetermined. And so it yeah. like even brought in like a spiritual element. It Tom did, Cruise yeah. is just connecting us emotionally, spiritually. Uh, are we channeling him right now? Yes, <laughs> he is here. All right. So let's put this to a vote. Are you saying the whole concept of my trope is risky? risky <laughs> I'm trying, man. Oh, oh, man. My God. All right. That joke. Was uh, risky. I'll start. You want me to start or who's oh. starting? Mugga, who you got? I'm going with the report, minority report. 
Johnny. Minority Report. Jason. Minority Report. Bling. The Minority Report. There and you go. Eric. Minority Report. Erica. Minority Report. Holly. Minority Report. That clean sweep. sweep. There we go. We had a sweep in the Sweet 16. Well, I'm proud now, of us. Wait a minute. Minority Report against Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Wait, wait, wait for that. I'm going to fight someone on Savage. Bum. Okay, now we're moving on to the uh, Rogue Mummies region. Jason, what is our first matchup in that region? All right, so this is going to be a tough one. It's Mission Impossible Rogue Nation versus Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun. I feel like we can already vote. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just vote. TG. All right, so we're voting right yeah. away? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jason, uh, what's your pick for this matchup? Top Gun. All right, Johnny? Top Gun. Mugs. Gun that is the top. And Holly? Top Gun. Erica? Feel the need for speed. Top Gun. Eric? Top Gun. And Bling? I'm going to be the dissenter. I'm going to see oh. the nation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am throwing you out of here. You're not rogue. playing with the boys. Scratch you, the record. Have you He's watched these movies? Can you even vote in this bracket? I'll be honest. I like. I, I, I enjoy Top Gun, but you guys hold it in a way higher regard than I do for well, compared to other Tom Cruise films. <laughs> really? That lay in with the boys? That intro this doesn't where fit the four pillars? Where the... Guys, I don't guys, know that. guys. I'm not as attached to Top Gun as the rest of you guys are either. What I would, the fuck is I would go Rogue Nation too if I was voting. Wow, none I, of you are coming to Air yo, Fest. Yo, I'm sorry. Like fly. I like the nostalgia that y'all have. I just don't have it. I am clutching. Really? Yeah. Now I my like pearls. I like Top Gun a lot. <laughs> However, I'm not as attached to the movie as some of you guys are. And I'm not saying it's bad, but I just think Rogue Nation. If I have to pick one, I would watch Rogue Nation. Really, Top yeah. Gun is not bad. Yeah, I gotta reiterate that shit. But if you gotta ask me if I gotta watch one of these two movies, I'm going Rogue Nation. Top, top Gun should be the top. Made me want to be a fighter pilot, but I had really bad it increased vision, recruiting for so the I Navy. Like, but I think it's, it's kind of like Did it really? me, like my feelings towards yeah. legends. It's the nostalgia. The okay, well, see, that's Blaine? where you and I differ. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> hold, hold that. Hold that. You have a room full of people who are clutching their poles right now for right. both of you. Okay, let's let's get into our final matchup of the Rogue Mummies region. Jason, what is it? So we have American Made versus A Few Good Men. Oh. Ooh. American Made is good, but A Few Good Men is A Few Good Men. Yeah, I agree. That's true. That, that, is, that, that is what it is. Yeah. You got Jack Nicholson, the Laker fan, that is just giving it. You know, why, like, Why'd you have to include that? Because that's what he is. Yeah. He is. I mean, he yeah. is a Laker fan, but he's also a fantastic actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. great. He's not just a, that is a Laker truth, fan. Eric. He is a great actor. <laughs> that's the truth. Well, you bring up amazing points, Eric. Laker fan, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm not. You have to convince me. I hate the Lakers. So Shame. do I. Cavs and six. Sorry. <laughs> Cavs and six. God. Let's 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 just vote I then. Just I mean, vote. Yeah, All right, let's vote. put this to a vote. Bling, who you got in this matchup? A few good men. Eric. A few good men. Erica. American made. Ooh, Ooh. A I love that movie. Okay, yeah. Right. yeah I don't Can see, I defend myself? I don't yeah. see y'all giving her shit. No, the only reason is is because. I actually really liked A Few Good Men. I thought it was phenomenal. Jack, Tom, all of them. Demi. Demi. Oh my God, Demi. But I don't think I'd ever really watch it again, to be honest with you. Mm. And, and that's, that's fair. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. American Made, I thought it was hilarious, and I'm going to keep hitting replay. I thought it was hilarious that he got murked in his front seat of his car? No, I thought it was hilarious when he crashed his plane and he was running around the neighborhood with cocaine asking for help all over he his body. He stole some kid's bike. Actually, he bought <laughs> no, some he kid's bike. No, he paid for it. He, he bought he, some yeah. kid's bike. All right. I just thought it was a funny movie. Bad. I All thought right. it was more comedic. Okay. Holly, what's your pick? I'm ordering a code red and voting for a few good men. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're ordering a, like a Mountain Dew code red. I know. I was like a Mountain Dew code red. All right. Mugga, what's your pick? I'm going to go with good men. And uh, Johnny? A few good men. Jason? 
few good men. All right. So that's our winner, a few good men. Let's move over to our Magnolia Cocktails region. Erica, what is our first matchup? Our first matchup is Cocktail and Jack Reacher. Jason, how do you feel about that? <laughs> oh my God. I, yeah, I, Jason. I think I have to go Cocktail again. Really? What? I did not like Jack Reacher. Why? I didn't either. You liked Cocktail? What? Uh, again, I did. I hold a special place in my heart. I like cocktails. I think that's just that's just, that's just your nostalgia. A special place. Yeah. Because yeah. he likes to drink. Like when he does the song of all the drinks, is that I what just, it is? No, I just my dad showed it to me, and I mm-hmm. I remember watching it Same, with my I'm, dad. My so, mom loves cocktail, and so I feel like as it's like when you watch a movie with somebody you love, and they love it. But see, yeah. you're, you're tying it to an emotional thing, not I the am. movie, not yeah, the movie itself. Yeah. You also voted for Magnolia, Johnny. So we're not really going <laughs> to go into brass tacks here. Eyes wide shut is the best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. But I could watch Cocktail again. I'll never watch Jack Reacher again. Same. Really? There you go. Yeah, that, and that's I fair. Like I think Jack that's fair. Reacher. Yeah. We got to go A, B, 3, 4 of like the rewatchability. Yeah. Oh the four pillars. The four pillars. The four pillars. I don't think I could ever watch either one of these ever. I was just going to say that. I'm not a fan I, I, I of I have not watched Jack Reacher and I will never watch Cocktail again either. Yeah. So yeah. you got yeah, to choose the, the lesser of the two evils. So. Exactly. <laughs> How these are in the second round is beyond and the, me. And the critics agree with you. I mean, it got 5%. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying like, it's, but it's I'm weird. Sorry. But I'm sorry. Maybe the 5% tied their like nostalgia to it too. Like, I watched this with my mom. <laughs> like, that's why I got to go for it. But when you think about what it beat, Magnolia and Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. Makes sense. It makes sense. The glow up is real for there this bracket. Go. I'm ready to vote. So let's get to voting. Mugga, what's your pick for this matchup? I'm going with Jack Jack. And uh, Johnny? Out of the two crappy films, uh, Jack. Jason? Cocktail. Bling? Jack Reacher. Eric? Jack Reacher. Erica? Jack Reacher. Holly? Cocktail. What? Five two. Cock. We're close. Okay. <laughs> We're getting a lot. There's not like debates going on, man. It's not. Yeah. So Mugga, who won that matchup? Jack Reacher. All right, Jack Reacher wins. And uh, Erica, what's our last matchup of the Magnolia right Cocktails now. region? Our last matchup is Oblivion and Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. So, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to go. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting no, for you. I, I love Oblivion, but financially. I think you have to put out there Ghost Protocol in this whole contest is the highest grossing film for Tom Cruise. That doesn't mean it's good. Six hundred Exactly. I, I, I agree that it doesn't make it good, but I still think Ghost Protocol is great. I um, love Oblivion, but Ghost Protocol has the Dubai scene that I think is just amazing. It is. I'm yes. going it's to amazing, s- and I researched how they filmed that scene, and it's even more respect for Dude, Tom, Tom Cruise. Dude, Tom Cruise outruns a sandstorm. He outruns <laughs> weather. Yeah, that makes... Like, he's on that... that who does that? Zero. I am just going to say, this might be an unpopular opinion, I'm not really a fan of any of the Mission Impossible movies. I'm with Ooh. you on that. I'm yeah, not either. I, just, I don't think they're Get cool. Out. They're not that great. Like, like, I did, <laughs> I, I did great. like Mission Impossible 3. If I had to pick one, Mission Impossible yeah. 3 would be the one I'm going to pick. That's what I was going to say. You don't like but, Ghost Protocol? No, I fell asleep. I fell asleep. So, you have narcolepsy. I, I you fall asleep. I fell asleep in every Mission Impossible movie except Mission Impossible. Wait, but did you shit. did you finish it? Did I finish it? <laughs> you gotta rewatch. You kind of like woke me up. At you well, Eric, do you well, like you, Ghost Protocol? You've watched, them you've watched them before. No, I've watched them before. When you rewatched them, you fell asleep. Yeah, when I rewatched them. I feel like Kermit can take away two mics right now. Johnny's and Erica's, and just say, "Hey." Well, no. Here, get here's. Out of here. I have seen. What? I have seen all of them because my dad is a huge Mission Impossible fan. So I have seen these films with my dad, but I'm just kind of like they're not memorable. So for me, Mission Impossible all blends into one fucking film. I'm. 
I'm with you on that. Thank I know you. we're going to be the odd people out, but I, fuck I, it. I got to say it too. Yeah. I will agree with you. And I feel like the first two, it was like they're capitalizing on the Mission Impossible name. I loved right? Mission Impossible 3, but I feel like they're riding this horse mm-hmm. into the sunset because it's Mission Impossible and it keeps generating income for them. Are we generating buzz for Oblivion? Guys, I feel like I feel like everybody here just loves Oblivion. I was just about to say I, that. I, I love Oblivion. I, well, no, and yeah. then so I was pissed because Eric pulled up on accident another Mission Impossible movie that wasn't even on this list, and we got halfway through, and I was like, why are we watching this? It's not even on this list. That's his pissed. highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. Not a fan. Ghost yeah. Protocol? No, like the one that Eric was talking about that's not on this bracket. Fallout? Yeah, Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. Really? Highest grossing, Fallout it's Tom Cruise's highest grossing film of all time. Really? Which is why they're probably making Mission Impossible 7. But you, you, you tie in Tom Cruise with Mission Impossible no matter what. Like, you know what I mean? If he, even if he did something outside of it that's really good, yeah. you're always going to be like, well, Tom Cruise is Mission Impossible. I think so. he's more... Top Gun. I don't know. No. Well, I mean, yeah. I think for this generation, like, it's, yeah. it's going to be people are going to know. He's him not Jack know. Reacher. Let's yeah. all no. He's no. Not, no. No. Yeah. He's, he's definitely F- Mission Impossible. He's, he's, he's Ethan, he's Ethan Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I think for the the newer generation, he's Ethan Hunt. For me, he's always going to be Maverick. What, do you, what are we going to bring to the table on Oblivion, guys? Oblivion's phenomenal. I, I love it. I, I love, love it. Visually, Johnny, I've always liked you. I was going to say, I got abducted into a room and watched the first three minutes. So I. You're welcome. It, I Oblivion, say, yeah, Oblivion's it's great Oblivion. sci-fi. It I is. love it, but and, and visually, it's cool. Like I, I think it's got a cool style. Yeah, I agree. Clean. I do hate Vika though. Yeah, is that you're, her name? you're meant to hate her. I, I know. know. I was like, I don't but think you're God supposed to really. Damn, when he found the second one. I was just like, he just blow her up. Morgan too, Freeman nails his character as well. We didn't bring yeah. him up yes. in the first round. He's you know? a beast. We were waiting for him for the next round. Then okay. you got a uh, you got Jamie from uh, House Lannister. Jamie That's Lannister. Right. Yeah. He's up Can in I also there bring up that the Three Eye Raven was in Minority Report? Oh, that's right. He was. He was? Wait, but mm. guys, the most important thing we got from Oblivion is fuck you, Sally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Sally. Yeah, that's our sign off. So let's get to a vote real quick. Holly, who are you picking in this matchup? Don't you God, dare, I'm... Holly. Don't you dare. Don't scare her. Don't I, peer pressure. I gotta her. pick Oblivion. Yes. Oh yes. Okay, so God. Holly. You just squeaked. <laughs> yes. All right, so Holly is picking Oblivion. Erica, who do you got? Oblivion. Eric. I'm also going Oblivion. Bling. It's Ghost Protocol. Jason. Ghost Protocol. Johnny. Oblivion. And Mugga. Fuck yeah, Sally. Going Oblivion, baby. Let's go to the next round. (laughs) Yeah. You changed your vote. I I don't care. No, no. I I like Ghost Protocol, but I'm not going to vote against Oblivion. It runs runs all together. Mission Impossible is one freaking season. I love Ghost Protocol. But it's got the one scene that like I really enjoy. But other than that, like it's okay, and I really enjoy it. But Oblivion just has like the whole movie is just great. No, the the ending sucked. They wrapped up the ending in like I disagree with a ten minute like okay, we're just gonna go up here, lay a bomb, and that's the end of the movie. It was just like you built. Fuck you, Sally. Is the end of the movie. I think Oblivion has a chance now to reach the championship. It doesn't. (laughs) It's going up against Jack Reacher. That was it for the Magnolia Cocktails region. Let's get into Collateral Rain. Mugga, what's our first matchup? All right, you got Rain Man that obviously won and Valkyrie. I don't think this is a good matchup. No. no. I really no. think Rain Man takes it. Um, if anyone wants to bring anything f- f- to the f- table f- on Valkyrie. For sure. I don't know how Valkyrie even made it, but whatever. It's a poop film. <laughs> it's a poop. 
<laughs> I'm with you, Johnny. It's a poop. So show. we can just vote, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, just, I don't even there's think no, if you vote Valkyrie over Rain Man, I just, there's no way. Yeah, right. It's like, get out. All right, so let's figure out what's going on. Jason's one, two, three, three Valkyrie. All right, so Bling, who do you got in this matchup? I got Rain Man. Eric? Rain Man. Erica? Rain Man. Holly? Rain Man. Mugga? Rain Man. Johnny? Rain Man. And Jason? It's a sweet. Rain Man. And we really rained on that parade. There you go. Hey, sorry, Nazis. This one's one's good, though. Coming up next, Jerry Maguire against Collateral. Okay. You have two opposite ends of the spectrum of Tom Cruise characters, right? Go ahead. I might be the bad guy in this one. You're going to go Collateral. Are you going to be Salt and Pepper? I might be the bad guy. I'm doing Collateral, too. Okay. Uh, Yeah. You are Collateral? I'm Collateral all the way. He didn't have you at Hello. No, he didn't. I I actually did not like Jerry Maguire that He didn't say, let me help you. I like that. Me. I like that double tap and then to the. Come on, he dude. Was, he's a bad. He was guy pretty cold movie. in that movie. Yeah. You gotta admit, he Johnny, was a cold he guy. He treats he treats Jamie Foxx like a dick. Yeah, you guys yeah. haven't really been talking about Jamie Foxx though in Collateral. He's so. really he good was great. Whereas you can argue like everybody in Jerry Maguire was just so iconic. I mean, Cuba, right? Renee, they, they Renee. are. They and, are. Even the boy, boy. Yeah. even the and little the boy. Little, little kid. Who's yes. the little kid again? Um, Forget about him. What's his name? It's not Haley Joel. No, it's not. No, it's another one. But look at the spectrum of like what he did on that film. You know, Jerry Maguire, yeah, like that's Tom Cruise, how he's going to be. But he took it to a different level with Collateral. He tried something new and it actually worked. I thought it worked well. It was kind of dark, Collateral. Yeah. And honestly, think about how many reviews we've done where we keep saying to ourselves and each other, don't you wish Tom Cruise played a villain more often? Yeah. yeah. Like we say that almost every episode. We cast him as a villain at the end of our episodes. Collateral and, is that movie. And was he a shitty villain in Collateral? No. I no. thought he was a great yeah. villain in Collateral. I'm all into Think that of Tropic Clooney. Thunder. He was amazing. He right? was you a know? beast. I, I don't know if he's really a villain in that, but yeah. I always cast him as like the brother or the uncle. I always cast him as the bad guy. I just cast him as Tom Cruise. That's true. <laughs> all right. Let's get to a vote. So This is going to be interesting. Uh, Bling, who do you got in this matchup? Jerry Maguire. Eric. I think I'm going to go Collateral. Erica. Collateral. Holly. Jerry Maguire. Muggs. I'm going Jerry. Johnny. Collateral. And it's Jason. It's up to Jason. It's up, no pressure. That's it's up to Jason. No, it's easy. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money. I can't money. believe we had to sweat that round. I, I, I <laughs> thought we had collateral. a strong debate. And that guess, was a sweat. I guess not. Okay. No, Collateral is great. Yeah, just, don't get me yeah. wrong. I think Collateral is great, but I, I but thought it's not Jerry Maguire. But yeah. even if you I'm look really at the, I'm not a fan of Jerry Maguire. Even the like visuals of it, it's it's an it's a good looking film too. Collateral's got you know great visuals and the tension was really great yeah. between the two. There's not that many characters either, so you don't get really like jumbled in with all these other characters. Yeah. It's like yeah. these two have a conflict with each other. You're following those. Two yeah, characters and it's a and pretty the crazy. Shit they're going through. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy journey. Yeah. So that was it for our. Sweet 16, let's move on to the Elite Eight. All right, so what is our matchup, Holly, in the Edge of Thunder region? So we have Edge of Tomorrow and Minority Report. It's tough. It's tough. I used to think I had a weak bracket until it got to this point, and now I know it's not a weak bracket. This is where I think that storyline kicks in of Minority Report not being a great story. It's okay, but I think Edge of Tomorrow's got a better storyline. Yeah. yeah. At least that's what I'm saying. So where, okay, so I'm sorry, if you're saying it's a better storyline, like where are the weak points in Minority Report? Um, the fact that nobody committed a crime and yeah. they're getting arrested, it just doesn't make sense to me. I agree. Come on, Jason. It, it's kind of a weird concept. Like we were talking about it earlier and it's like, imagine like you're getting arrested for something you haven't done yet. And like, oh no! Well, these three oracles have told us that hey, they saw something, and you're you're getting arrested. You're going, yeah, you're going but away if, for life. But, but if the, you're a married guy, 
and you walked in on your wife. I'd murder her. Doing the thing. And somebody was like, hey, you killed this guy. Like, in my head, I'd probably be like, you right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and they, they like, bring up that scenario where Tom Cruise rolls the ball already across. Colin Farrell catches it. He goes, why'd you catch it? Well, it was going to fall. But it didn't because you caught it. I thought that was like a great angle to look at it is that yeah. like they know what's going to happen and then therefore they can prevent it. Right. Like, and it, is it more ridiculous than like getting covered in some sort of alien's blood and then that gives you some sort of weird yeah. immortality where you, when you die, you wake up again like yeah. 24 hours later. Like that's like also. Eric, but, Eric, but, then that, but then again, that's sci fi. Like it's well, exactly. never going to yeah. be. They're both sci fi. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like they're both Wait, legitimate in Eric, the sci fi realm. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why that works because it's based on a manga. <laughs> That's, that's why it works. But I feel like it's, that's fine. I, I love both of these movies, and I think they they both have cool storylines. But to, to kind of say one is more ridiculous than the other, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. you, you, you can. You, there's a lot of things you can argue in Edges Tomorrow where it's like, okay, like there's like how do you find the was it the there, prime the like yeah. the, with a machine? Like okay, so this we got this super futuristic evil alien boss that can travel through time and the only way they can find it is a little device that's in the general safe like yeah. that just, that's really convenient but it's like okay and then so, also like they took everyone with them to like try and infiltrate the Louvre and then to yeah, kill this thing yeah. and everyone died and it was still just him and Emily Blunt question I want to ask both of these movies have kind of like ridiculous things going on about them mm-hmm. but what do you feel is the better made movie I think Edge of Tomorrow is. is. Edge of Tomorrow. I think Minority yeah. Report. Yeah. Is it because you like it more for its story, or do you feel like it's just better overall, like story acting, et cetera? I just think like I think more about Minority Report. I think it's that whole issue of like free will versus predetermined destiny. And I think like you said, like when the ball rolls off the table and you grab it, like that's what's going to happen. And it so makes like, you think. It makes me think more than Edge of Tomorrow does. It's like a philosophical, yeah. right? Yeah. For me, it just hits me on that like philosophical level where I'm just like, well, shit. Like if somebody said like you walked in on your husband cheating with some girl and you killed both of them, like I would be like, I, I love both these movies. I, I like. I, yeah. like both I think movies. it's yeah. a tough one. To your to your points, uh, Johnny and Holly, I think. Minority Report, the real hook is the moral discussion that one has to have within oneself versus Edge of Tomorrow where it's based on like a quirk, like starting the day over, like Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. Whereas Minority Report is really based on this kind of philosophical question of is it right to prevent something that you know is going to happen even though free will may or may not exist. Right. Yeah, I think think those movies each have their own kind of draw. But this isn't isn't one that I'm like hard steadfast in like Minority Report, like that's probably how I'm going to vote. Like Edge of Tomorrow is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I feel like Minority Report could have been done better, but I just like the concept of it. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Like I've never seen a movie that's like was similar to Minority Report. Visually, what what do you give? I was going to say an edge. I don't want to do that. Visually, what do you give? <laughs> Visually, like, where do the I give advantage? the edge? Yeah. I think um, I think Minority Report. It's got a certain tone to it, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. Do you, but I, I think Edge of Tomorrow is very just clear. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, but but you can but, 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 but you can even argue Minority Report. The CGI and like the, it's the very te- good. and the tech they but, use. It's still kind of like wow. Yeah, especially for the time. For the yeah. time. Yeah. 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 Can I, Twenty years old. Yeah. Can I ask? Does Minority Report kind of give you Fifth Element vibes? Yeah. Yes. It does. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's. Yes. The, I mean, not that's the only thing that I can like visually. Fifth Element is very colorful. This is not. But I think. But look at it this way: like Minority Report 
comes from the same uh, area as a lot of cyberpunk stuff. So you mm-hmm. have like Ghost in the Shell, Blade Runner, um, Matrix. Like a lot of those movies come from that same visual styling of, of storytelling. Not necessarily like structure wise, but visually they come from that same style. So like Fifth Element, like all those movies come from that cyberpunk visual genre. Yeah. But I mean, yo, if you guys are ready to vote, you know. Eric wanted to say. Well, yeah, I got one more point from my note report. You know, Steven Spielberg. And you got John Williams for the oh. score. Wait, 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 John wait, wait. Williams. Whoa. John Williams did my nerdy report? Yeah. The score, yes. I might be changing my fucking vote. All right, guys, let's settle so the score and find out who wins the majority. <laughs> um, so, Not the minority. Uh, the Mugga, what's your pick in this matchup? I come first. John Williams. No, John Williams. I, I got to go Edge. I got to go Edge. Okay, cool. Go on Edge. Johnny? Live, die, repeat. Edge. Jason? Edge of Tomorrow. Bling? Oh, my favorite Tom Cruise film, Edge of Tomorrow. Gross. Damn. Eric. Minority Report. Erica. Minority Report. Holly. Minority Report. Damn. I mean, it was over after the four, but it's a four to three vote. Yeah. Damn. Edge of Tomorrow goes. So that was it for uh, the Edge of Thunder region. Let's move on to Rogue Mummies. Jason, what's our matchup in that region? So this is tough. This is a This This is tough. This keeps me up at night. So (laughs) we have... Top Gun versus A Few Good Men. Ooh. I don't even know where to start with this. Right. Eric and I were having like a really good conversation about this, and we were kind of going back and forth, and we were debating like nostalgia versus the actual film itself. And it's so hard for me to untie the two concepts because like I have nostalgia with A Few Good Men, and I have nostalgia with Top Gun, but I think back to like critics rating, and I'm like, I like hate myself for thinking a certain way because if this was any other bracket, like if it was Minority Report versus A Few Good Men, no question I would pick A Few Good Men. Yeah. If it was Minority Report versus Top Gun, I would pick Top Gun every single time. But the fact that they're like against each other, Mugga, I feel like you're probably feeling the same thing. I yeah. am going to say what I said about American Made against A Few Good Men. Probably never going to watch A Few Good Men, so I go Top Gun. <gasps> I, that's stupid. Yeah, that's, I think that's <laughs> a stupid rationale. I, I, I love I just, both these movies. I think A Few Good Men is a better movie in general. That's what right. I was But I would yeah. rather watch Top Gun more. Yeah. No, and so this you is, see what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have all you guys here watching A Few Good Men, right. but if I put on Top Gun, we're going to have the time of our lives. Yeah. But I, is that nostalgia versus the film? You know what I mean? Like, I is know. it that? But, Here's the thing that I have to ask, and this is the thing that Eric and I were saying, is like, if A Few Good Men and Top Gun were starting at the same time on TV, which one would you watch? Top Gun. Top True. Top Gun. Yeah. And that's what it kind of comes down to. And I was like, A Few Good Men, I'm not going to lie to you, you have to be in a mood yes. to watch it. Like, but, you have to be in like, I'm wearing PJs, I've got, you know, like, a glass of Pinot Noir. We're going to drink a glass of Pinot Noir. And you're ready to concentrate You're ready to concentrate. You're ready to, like, invest yeah. yourself in that film. And I feel like it's a better film, but with Top Gun, you're cracking open that Coors Light, and you're having you're some fucking fun. You're playing with the boys. Okay, so, yeah. I got a question. I got a question. So, I mean, we've we've had multiple instances during this episode where we kind of talk about are we judging a movie based on its own merit or based on our kind of own attachment to mm-hmm. it? We've kind of brought this up multiple times. Like, I, I get it. You know, like if you want to watch Top Gun versus A Few Good Men, that makes perfect sense to me. You know, personally, I would rather watch Top Gun than A Few Good Men. Like you're saying, you have to be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. But does that take away from A Few Good Men? Because I look at it this way. Would I rather watch Rush Hour or The Godfather? 
clearly Godfather is a better movie, but I'm watching Rush Hour. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's a fun film, depending on where you're. Yeah. At. So yeah. It, well, I, I mean, is is the mood that you have to be in really determine how much better of a movie that it is? I'm just saying you're not going to invite a bunch of friends over to watch A Few Good Men. Like you're gonna watch a friend. That just you're sounds. Gonna, yeah, but the, that just sounds like a. Watch Top Gun. I'm sorry, Holly. That just sounds like a Brazzers production. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Johnny Sins. Holly hey, Hart in a few. Hey, good Johnny. Men. Johnny Sins the goat though. Yes, Johnny, yes. Johnny Sins the goat. He's hey, the Tom hey, Brady of that. Industry. You know, hey, cheers to to Johnny Sins. Cheers, cheers to Johnny Sins. Well, no, and that's what I was saying. Like when it came to like a few good men in American Made. Do not get me wrong. I think a few good men is a phenomenal movie, but I'm gonna play American Made. And Top Gun against a few good men. I'm gonna play Top Gun. Okay, but here's here's what I'm asking though. It's just like let let's just say, I mean, obviously we have our own kind of attachments to different films and mm-hmm. all that other shit. But not to throw the audience off, whoever's listening. But um, let's just say for this particular matchup, like, are you saying that because it's more of a easier watch, you don't have to be in the mood that makes it. it that makes it better than a movie that requires you to be more present in the moment because. You know, look at look at movies like uh, The Dark Knight. You have to be there for that movie. Like yeah. you have to pay attention for that movie to work. Versus like a I don't know, like maybe Batman and Robin, where yeah, you have to fucking put that on when your friends come over. Yeah, yeah. like it's just like a goofy movie that you can watch <laughs> yeah, with people. No, yeah. no, but like, but real talk, it's just it's yeah. just kind of like you you kind of have to think about it that way because I think, and I'm not trying to say that we have to uh, adhere to one way of judging all these movies. But it is kind of a fascinating thing that um, we would kind of talk so much about basing a movie or rating a movie in this competition based on its own merit versus our attachment to it. And now we finally come to a point where we face two really great movies, right, in our own opinions. And it's it's the nostalgia versus the quality. And I think yeah. that's kind of an I, interesting yeah. thing to bring up. It's, it's scary I, because yeah. the, the way I look at it is too is like both enjoyable movies. You can enjoy and watch it. I feel... Like even looking at Top Gun, we once we once you're done with the movie, we're not having discussions about it. It's kind of like okay, we've enjoyed this film, we had we've fun, seen it yeah. so many times. Whereas a film like you a know, Few Good Men, Few Good Men we're going to have conversation about like hey, we see something, we, we caught something this time around versus what we didn't catch last time. So it just depends on what like I said, how you want to look at the film. There is like coming so, from the guy who voted for Legend. I'm yeah. just saying, like, to <laughs> me, I'm just like, I, I feel like the, the, the way this is going to go is more towards an attachment versus an actual, like, the merits of the film. Yeah, like, I think. And, and, and that's fine. Uh, to me, Blink. you know what? That's, that's your fine. Like, I'm still picking Top that is, Gun. That's, yeah, and that's fine. I, like, you can vote any way you, you, you choose. Like, but that's the way I feel like it's going. And, you know, and, which is, is it wrong? No, it's just, it, it's just a way. Well, you, I, yeah. I was going to say, Blink, we just got to think A, B, 3, 4 at the end of the oh, day. Oh, but it's like, is it substance over, you know, like, are we choosing the substance? Are we choosing, think, are yeah. we choosing, you know, You're right. I think if you look at just even dummy it down to Tom Cruise acting, he is that much better in A Few Good Men as yep. opposed to Top Gun. Exactly. Yeah. That's but I still thinking. think Top Gun is a more Watchable. revolutionary movie, but iconic mm-hmm. as far as Hollywood film industry in general. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the center. I disagree. I don't even put Top Gun in Tom Cruise's top 10 movies. Period. Whoa. I know, I know you what, don't, but yeah. but, but everybody I, I do. I knew, I knew for I, a lot of people. We, we, I, we definitely attach Tom Cruise to Top Gun. It's, it's an He's important. It's, it's, yeah. it's an important film, and especially because it's one of his earliest films where he, it actually made him. I think like, it made Tom Cruise. Yeah, it made Tom Cruise. Yeah. I feel it is an important film, so I think yeah. that's why it holds a lot of merit for a lot of people. Because without that film, I don't think we would know Tom Cruise like we know without now. Top Gun we don't get Oblivion yeah. I get it so I see so how it's an important film it's an important film that's why yeah it is an important film but it's it's also a good film not just 
not for just for Tom Cruise. I think all the actors that are in it, you know, Val Kilmer and whatnot, they all play a role to me, where it makes it such a good film. But mm-hmm. I would counter you on that with a few good men. I mean, you Jack, have Jack, Jack Nicholson, yeah. you have Demi Moore, Correct, you have yeah. Kevin Bacon, you have. I, I think. I think. I always yeah. forget that one guy's but, name. But the, no, that one guy. That yeah, one guy. You know name. who I'm talking yeah. about. To but me, like, yeah. It, that was a launch pad for a lot the two, of them. Yeah. The two movies are made for two different feelings, though. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's like Top Gun is. Like how he said, it's it's Nostalgia. everybody's yeah. Well, everybody's gonna get together it's a and fun watch ride. it. It's, it's Kenny Loggins. It's a, ride. It's a fun it's, ride. It's, it's, it's yeah, the, uh, it's it's the Blinky Don Simpson, Jerry Bruckheimer type movie. Yeah, where, yeah. where shit's it's, gonna blow up. You might have to turn your brain off a couple times. Yeah, but like it's that kind of movie. It's, Whereas yeah. A Few Good Men is a procedural Serious. drama yes. that forces you to think and pay attention and really kind of educate yourself on what is happening within the film. And, and look, I'm not voting, but like personally. If both movies are on, I'd rather watch Top Gun, right? Yeah. yeah. But A Few Good Men is the better film. Exactly. So but, and, and I think it's an interesting thing that we've come to this point in this bracket because now we're talking about ease of watching and our attachment to it versus what is clearly a better film. And I think that goes that says a lot about what we're going to choose once we get to the voting. Yeah. Which is, which is more interesting than kind of the voting itself, like yeah. why we choose these exactly. movies. Yeah. yeah. I you think this is the toughest. You want me on that vote. You, you want need me on that me vote. On that vote. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the toughest matchup. This is the this is the matchup of the whole tournament. Agreed. I mean, guys, guys, we've had a few good movies, but now we got to see what comes out on top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are ready to vote, are you guys ready? Who's first? All Who's right. First? So Bling, you're up first. Thank God. I thought it was you or me. No. So for me, it's going to be a few good men. Eric, I think I'm going Top Gun. Erica. Top Gun. Holly. A few good men. Mugga. Fucking shit. I'm still <laughs> undecided. <laughs> you know that's fair. And that's fair. That's, and that's fair. I'm gonna go Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. Johnny. A few good men. It's down to Jason. Oh, the first match of Jason, you gotta go best movie versus nostalgia. Ja- oh, Come please, on, please Jason. Point out Eric's shirt really quick, please. He's wearing a Pugachev's Cobra, which is in Maverick Top Gun. <laughs> Jason, if you fuck this up, we, this might be our last episode. You want me on this that wall. This is probably the most important vote of all time. This is tough, man. It really They're both is. really good movies. I don't think there's a wrong answer. Yeah, there's not a wrong answer. I wouldn't yeah. be mad with either one winning. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, they both have their solid points, yeah. to be right. honest. Because so. yeah. like I said, I enjoy A Few Good Men. We're trying to make you feel I'll better about this decision. <laughs> so when you fuck this up, Jason, you can sleep tonight. Yeah, then we can tell you fuck you after. Exactly. All right, I'm going to go Top Gun. Damn. I hate you. No, yep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that's fair. I knew it. Jason. Loaded. You suck. Wow. Have fun. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I just thought about rewatchability, I guess. Like, I've watched it again. Um, but that makes us, like, and that's the thing. is like, I clearly, <laughs> AB34 all day, but I would watch Top Gun twice before I watched A Few Good Men. Because I think it's that everybody whole, would, to be It's honest, that whole though. watchability thing. It's yeah. just like, it's a better movie. And but it's like, got a sequel. It's an easier... It's not a how are you going to follow up A Few Good Men? You can't. Exactly. You can't. I, I feel like I'm engaged through most of Top Gun from the beginning. Like, okay, yeah. so from Top Gun, I'm, I'm engaged from the beginning. It's that volleyball scene that got you. <laughs> you love that, huh? Ayo. You love that volleyball scene. The boys, you, man, I can't get away from You need that volleyball <laughs> scene. But, uh... But I think A Few Good Men, it takes me a little while to, I don't know, I I enjoy the courtroom scenes. I guess I'm not as intrigued until we get to that point. Yeah. I like that point. It's a slow buildup, but that crescendo, Jack's phenomenal, hits you right in the sternum. Initially, I'm like, oh shit, the music, 
the build up. The I'm like, intro I'm, where they launch the planes off the I'm ready to go. Let's do this. I'm ready to go. So yeah, that intro music. You just like playing with the boys. Holly, that's a secret that I told you. Please don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Elizabeth. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to uh, our Magnolia cocktails region. Erica, what's our matchup in that region? All righty, our matchup in that region is Jack Reacher and Oblivion. Oh, wow, this is going to be easy. <laughs> Sweep. You know, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Maga, your easy how. favorite movie yeah. is making it to the final four. Guys, yeah. so. can we talk about the smile on Maga's face? See, <laughs> I've this never seen him. This is why we need video for our podcast. So happy. Yeah. I, I yeah, I just, I feel like Oblivion has yeah, fought its way to this, and I just, I'm surprised Jack, Jack Reacher, Reacher got this far. But okay, so yeah. do we even need to have a debate? No. no. Can, we, can we just go no. right to voting? Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's just go ahead and vote. Holly, do you have? Who do you have in this matchup? Oblivion. Erica. Jack Reacher. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Oblivion. Uh, I wrote it down. Christ. Eric. Mug his face. Oh, yeah. Oblivion. All right. So Eric has Oblivion. I got Oblivion. Bling has Oblivion. Wow. Jason. This is going to be. You got to take the wind out of his sails a say, little bit. Because he hates both of them. Yeah, I don't like either of them. Really? Well, again, it all started um, one football Sunday. You were eight years day. old. It was opening day. I was actually nine years old. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Mugs, I'm going to tell the story again right now before I vote. Mugs walked me. He's like, hey, I got to show you this movie real quick. And I, I, I remember seeing Alan Conrad come out of the room. And he's just like, Everyone what came the, out the room, fuck Jason. just happened? I was like. No, it was uh, one by one. All of us had the same experience. Yeah. So we're all outside in the backyard. And Mugs was like, dude, you got to watch the opening of this movie. Just the opening. Let me just, oh, no, he, me, clar- he clarified it for me. You just got to watch three minutes. You just got to watch three minutes. Yeah, it's just the opening. Yep. Right before the, the, the opening uh, title. And he's like, just watch that part. I swear to God, you're going to want to finish this movie. And I was like, yeah, no, I'll watch it later. He's like, no, no, no. Come right, right now. Right now. And I was like, wait, what? And there's like 40 people outside. And it's just like, oh, this whole party, we're all drinking stuff, having fun. He's like, no, no, no. Come right, right, right now. Watch before the title scene. You're gonna watch this. You're gonna want to watch this. He literally right walked us all one by one back there. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. How many times did you watch it in a day, Manga? Forty. Not enough. <laughs> and then I walked back there, and we we sat there, and just looking at me, just like excited, like waiting for a response, and Oblivion comes on the screen, and I'm just like, yeah, Mugs, can I open the door now? Can I go outside? <laughs> can I come back outside the room. He's fucking tapping twice for help, like. <laughs> but but I'm gonna say I'm gonna choose Oblivion on this one. All right, Johnny, who you got? That was a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so but, sad uh, Mug has never done that to you. I apologize. <laughs> no, I just met to Johnny right today. Yeah. After it's, this, we'll go watch Oblivion. I'm going to be locked in a room for a little bit, but I'm going to still go Oblivion. All right. And uh, Mugga, guys, guys, real quick. Mugga, who do you pick? Oblivion, final four. All right. Yay, I made Ma. tattoo Oblivion across my shoulder blades in the back after this. No <laughs> balls. This is, this is, it, I'll no. pay for it in the same font. I'll pay yeah. for it. I'll go halves. <laughs> I'll, I'll go halves. Jason, we're going thirds. You mean Eric we're, are we're going thirds. It. Mugga, I will, we will pay for your ta- Oblivion tat right tattoo. Right there on your back. We're fucking doing this shit. I, I, want, I want Tommy Boy's face right below. I want right the tat also right underneath it. Just <laughs> yeah. right there. So that was it for uh, Magnolia Cocktails. Let's move on over to Collateral Rain. What is our matchup, Mugs? I think these are the two films that he doesn't run in. He runs in Rain Man. Does he? Yeah. No. He? I don't he? remember it. No. He I runs in Jerry Maguire. He runs to the airport, doesn't he? he he's runs not running with a purpose. He runs in Rain Man versus Jerry runs with a fucking Maguire. So go. What do you guys got? Rain I got Man. Jerry Maguire, I think, has an edge on this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rain Man is good, but I feel like if you think of a Tom Cruise movie, like we were just talking about Top Gun, I think Jerry Maguire has that. 
in it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Rain I don't Man's know. Rain Man's fucking depressing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Rain Jerry Maguire's Rain, not. Rain Man's good, but I feel like in Jerry Maguire, like Tom Cruise, even though they have, we have great performances from th- you know two other uh, other good actors, but I feel like his performance was actually the, the standout performance in that film. So you're saying, wait, say that again. So whereas Rain Man, I think you could argue that you know Dustin Hoffman's you know performance is better, better than, than Renee Zellweger. No, Dustin Hoffman's performance in Rain Man was better than Tom Cruise's. Whereas in yeah. Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise, his performance was the, the, I, I, the I thought Tom Cruise did great in Jerry Maguire. Yeah, I thought Cuba Gooding Jr. eclipsed him though. But it depends on the focal point too. Yeah. Like who is the focal point in in those two films? You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree with you. Dustin Hoffman took Tom Cruise to the cleaner in Rain Man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but we're, we're talking about the movie the itself. The movie itself, yeah. 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 But I mean, but Rain Man's heavy, like a heavy movie. Would you watch it like over Jerry Maguire? But it doesn't mean it's like that much less of a great film just because it's a heavy subject. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we had the same conversation with Top Gun and A Few Good Men. A Few yeah. Good Men is much heavier, and so you're more likely to watch Top Gun. I but would actually with... watch Rain Man over Jerry Maguire. I might too. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I like Rain Man a lot. Yeah, and over it was Jerry kind of Maguire. Comedic in some I point. I mean, I feel like Rain Man is good, but I feel like Jerry Maguire. Like again, like I'm saying, last round, everyone who's an audience can appreciate this movie. Yeah, I don't know if you get that with Rain Man. Right. That's true. Like I said, it's, it's one of those things where, um, like I said, Jerry Maguire. It's one of those things. Like if it comes on, I'm going to watch it. Um, I would actually like watch it with a group of people. It's, it's a social movie where you could, we could all put it on. We, we would enjoy it. Kind but of see yeah. that that's kind of like if you put Rain Man with uh, Top Gun, Correct, we're all watching yeah. it because it's a it's a group film that we can yeah, all that's, watch. Yeah, and that's why that's the same thing. I think that's the same thing that happened with 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 the uh, Top Gun and, and a Few Good Men. It's like a Few Good Men. It's not really a social film where you could mm-hmm. pop it on and you can get like ten of your friends to watch it together. Whereas Top Gun. You can. You can put it in, on and everyone would enjoy it. Same thing with Jerry Maguire. I think you could put it on and everyone would enjoy it. Or, but is it, be, is it because of the, like, the fact that everybody could relate to it or because the film it, is that much better than the other one? Like I said, it's. I think they're both great films. It's just one of those things. Like like Rain Man, it's, it's, a, it's a little... He- they touch on a little heavier issue. So it's mm-hmm. it's not... I don't know if it's one of those films. Like Take, for example, if you, if you were to show it for the first time to anybody, is it one of those kind of social films where you could say, hey, there's this film we're going to watch. It's going to be a bunch of us. Let's go watch Rain Man versus... We can go all watch Jeremy Maguire, even though they're going to see it for the first time. I mean, yeah. I'll give you the perfect example right now. La La Land versus Moonlight. You'd watch La La Land with a group. You'd watch Moonlight on a plane by yourself, yeah. sobbing. Yeah. Small, yeah. Small, yeah. Small sobbing. Setting. Yeah. yeah, I think. I did. Yeah, Is that like, just me? No, but, it, but, <laughs> it's true. but you, know, you know, all jokes aside, but I think you're 100% right, Holly. I think some films demand more of the audience and sometimes the audience just isn't ready to hand that over to a certain movie. I think with certain movies, you just want to unplug, like you want to get away from real life. Whereas movies like Moonlight, movies like Rain Man, movies like A Few Good Men, they actually like challenge you to think. And that's that's what I like about film when they actually make you, when you leave the theater and you're left like questioning a lot of, and like actually thinking more I think that film is more powerful than the one where you're just high-fiving everybody at the end like oh that was a fun film I mean of course it's a fun film but did it really like was yeah. it that it really solid stretch enough you. yeah did it yeah, really yeah. like give you perspective yeah. and I think that's that's something to think about yeah and I and I definitely don't want you know anybody listening to this podcast to get it twisted and say that um, any of us are undervaluing you know kind of like the high-five Michael Bay you know turn your brain off type movies like a lot of those movies are really great because they understand what yeah, kind what they of are too. yeah they understand what kind of movie they're trying to be and they accomplish that goal but it's just an interesting thing when you get into debating movies you know is the 
turn your brain off action movie, the higher mood, more fun movie, the more happy ending movie, better than kind of the more somber ending. Like more, a darker drama. Yeah, like a darker drama movie. Yeah. Is, is, is one better than the other? But you also have to think about you know, what is it that each movie is trying to accomplish on its own based on what kind of story it's trying to tell. And it's all subjective too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the character development in Jerry Maguire, like, and I think it's, I, I think it's probably a moot point when you compare it against Rain Man, like who he was at the beginning versus who he was at the end. Like we can all agree at the beginning of Rain Man and the beginning of Jerry Maguire, he's a problematic character in yeah. both. Yeah. But like towards the end of it, like which movie demonstrates the most character development as far as Tom Cruise goes? So you bring that up and it, I don't know, that, that's a great question. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I, I see it more with Jerry Maguire. Like I feel like with Rain Man, he didn't get his way like legally. So like that's why his brother went away from him. But if he had his way, he would have just taken his brother and taken advantage of all the money that his father left to his brother. Yeah, but you also see him kind of open up and like allow him to drive the car and like yeah. he like you see certain things where yeah maybe it's not as much development as you saw in Jerry Maguire, but he's, you still see him like he's trying. Like, you you see try. like, I I like question after, him though. Like I don't think it's genuine. Like he's I think a he's very trying conceited, self centered person. Right. So We're not going to deny I, that. I, I, I put my mind in that place and right. then it's like, okay, so now he's like at least doing the stuff and at least asking what he wants to eat. And it's like, oh no, he wants orange soda. No, he wants cheese puff balls, wherever he was. He's like, he wants to eat like it's Wednesday. So that's what he wants or whatever right. the little minutia is. But it's like, he does stretch himself, maybe not as much. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think from the place he's coming in Rain Man compared to the place he's coming from Jerry Maguire, like th yeah, in Jerry Maguire, like there's this hard, like, Hey, like I'm leaving. Who's coming with me? I get it. Yeah. But in Rain Man, you, you, you see a little bit of like breaking down frustration. And then it's kind of like, no, 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 he doesn't like this. He, he likes this. Like, yeah, or, or, or I'll let you drive the car. And it's just like, you see some of it. Yeah. Well, I felt like that was disingenuous, though. Well, like, the, I felt the like circumstances, like the circumstances are a little bit deeper and like a little bit more harder when it comes to like Rain Man. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more tougher because you're actually, if you really do put yourself in that mindset mm -hmm. of like what he's going through, there is frustration. And yeah. You could see it and he's trying, but you know, is he too? But you know, I, at the same time? I, well, that's like what I was, was telling Eric yesterday when we were watching we were watching Rain Man is that I feel like Tom Cruise's character is frustrated and is impatient with his brother because he didn't grow up with that. I know people who grew up with autistic siblings and they knew how to handle it. So when they're having a fit, they knew what to do to calm down that sibling. And I think the reason why we're seeing Tom Cruise so frustrated in this movie is Number one, he had no idea this brother existed. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, he is thrown into having now a mentally challenged sibling mm -hmm. and having to figure out how to deal with it. Do I think he should have stolen his brother from the home? No, because now it's brought them to this whole situation. But I think after his character started realizing like, okay, look, my brother was the rain man, the person that was consoling me as a small child, the person that actually saved me from this potentially scalding bathwater, I think that's for him is when it started to click. Like, okay, I need to be more understanding. I need to be more patient. I need to ask him what he wants to eat. Lights out at 11. I get the frustration behind it. If I were to find out my brother was autistic and had no idea even had an autistic brother, oh, for sure. I'd probably be super like. I just no. felt it was way more self-serving in Rain Man. I thought like he was going the path of least resistance. Like he figured like he was an asshole and was used to getting his way. And then he, he came across someone that like there's no other way to handle him. And I felt like it was for self-serving reasons. Whereas with Jerry Maguire, like 
he literally hit rock bottom and like had to like bring himself up to survive. Like he lost his job, lost his stuff, like had to figure out a way to navigate that. And it's, it wasn't to like inherit a bunch of money. It wasn't to like, I I felt like it wasn't for ulterior motives. Let let me pose one question to you guys. I think this could kind of help your decision. Um, Could you imagine either one of those films, Tom Cruise's role played by somebody else? We always pose the question, could you imagine Tom Cruise's role being played by somebody else? In Rain Man, yes. In Jerry Maguire, no. That's, that's a great opinion. question. Yeah, it's a great that's question. I think, that, I think that helps kind of decide, hey, you know what, then you can see which one's else. It's really sorely based on maybe the story versus, you know, the actual performance by Tom Cruise. So that being said, let's get on to the voting. Jason, what's your pick for this matchup? I mean, in my opinion, they're both, self, both self-serving characters for a majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. But personally, I, I gotta go Rain Man just because of Dustin Hoffman. I think I have to go Rain Man. That's okay. just me. All right, Johnny? Yeah, film-wise, subject-wise, and everything like that, I, I'm going Rain Man as well. Mugga? I'm gonna go Jerry. I, I think that Bling presented a question. Like, I don't think anyone else could have played Jerry Maguire other than Tom Cruise on that. And I think that does give the edge of it, and I'm gonna go Jerry. Holly? Jerry Maguire. Erica? Rain Man. Eric? <laughs> I think I'm going Rain Man. Wow. Bling? I was going Jerry Maguire. Rain Man wins four that to three. Is. All right. Oof. That's a tough one. That was a tough, that one. Really that was. tough one too. Was that tougher though than Top Gun Good no. Few Good Men? No. No. That was a no. tough no. one. Yeah, I think now that, you got that was Top Gun versus Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our final four. So Coming out of the Edge of Thunder region, Holly, who's your champion? We have the namesake, Edge of Tomorrow. All right. And coming out of the Rogue Mummies region, Jason, who's your champion? Top Gun. So we've got Edge of Tomorrow versus Top Gun. Let's hear it. Jason and I had an epic Iceman Maverick stare down just now for our brackets going head to head. I thought Jason was going to yell Chip Foose. Top Gun. Edge of Tomorrow. This is a tough one because I, I, I love Top Gun, but Edge of Tomorrow is such a great yeah. movie. It's a top motherfucking gun, though. Exactly. I don't you're, know, tying, you're tying your nostalgia again, once again. I know. But I, what, yeah. Yeah. Your nostalgia Ed, is showing. Yeah. Should we just vote? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, Holly, can you play Playing with the Boys again real quick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't. But come on, really? Which one's a better movie? I mean... If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Sure. Edge of Tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, this isn't just my bracket versus your bracket. I'm fully conceding that my bracket loses. I mean, when you think of a, this is a Tom Cruise movie bracket, right? When you think of him, do you think of Edge of Tomorrow? (laughs) Fuck you. Is that what we've been doing this whole time? I thought it was the Nick Cage bracket. Shut the fuck up. Do you think of Edge of Tomorrow or do you think of Top Gun? Top Gun. I'm with you, yeah. I love Edge of Tomorrow. But does that make it a better movie? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's, I don't know. Like, I. Hey, if that's the criteria, I, I'm yes, cool with yeah, that. Everybody I, has their own grading yeah, criteria. Yeah, and, like, and that's like, fair. I love Edge of Tomorrow. But I have to I, call it So I, I own both these movies. Yeah. And I love Edge of Tomorrow, but I will always pick to watch Top Gun over Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I have to call us out because, like, we had the same discussion during Raid Man, Jerry Maguire. It's like, which one's easier to watch? Which one do we watch more often? But which one is the better movie? And so yeah. it's like, Edge of Tomorrow, it's a great movie. Top Gun is a great movie. Which one am I choosing to watch? Top Gun. Yeah. So because and, it's easier to watch. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. It ultimately, comes down to what your preference is. Because I mean, it, they're it, both getting sequels in the yeah. upcoming future. Yeah. True. What and is it going to be called? Edge of. I don't know tomorrow. what it's called. Edge of tomorrow. Repeat repeat. And repeat. Edge of next week. Yeah. Edge of I fortnight. Mean, it, it, and it can go any direction too. Edge so of four it just, score and seven years ago. No, Holly, it's called uh, tomorrow after next. 
Oh, is it? Really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it's called Next Wednesday. It's called Next Wednesday. Stop doing this. Living on the Next edge. Wednesday. I, I'm ready to vote. I'm ready to vote. Yeah. Are you right. really ready to vote already? Yeah. Yeah. And really? It was not that to What else do you have to say? I mean, if, if, if you, I've... The primary... The primaries are I've, I've watched Let's go. Edge of Tomorrow like three times in a weekend. Yeah, like that's. I, I think this is such Wing, a good get a film. Girlfriend. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna I watch Edge of Tomorrow more than I will Top Gun. To be honest, yeah. it's just fucking future. weird. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's enough discussion, Mugs? Like, do you feel I, confident in what you're gonna pick right now? I feel confident. I feel confident. Yeah. I, I mean, what what else do you want to bring to the table? I don't know. Like, yeah, that's that's Edge that, that made me change my vote. Yeah, yeah you're what right. I'm saying right now. <laughs> no, but Edge of Tomorrow is like it's such a good movie. It couldn't even decide its own title. Like, come on, man. Like. Let's go with Top Gun. You can't win the title if you can't decide your own title. Kelly <laughs> McGillis, Val Kilmer, that volleyball scene. <sighs> that's yeah. Emily that's Blunt. Blunt. Wait, wait, but is that what's gonna sway you? Emily Blunt. Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emily yeah, Blunt Emily is Blunt. way better than Angel of Verdun. What was her name? Yeah, Kelly McGillis. Yeah. What did they call Emily Blunt? Um, she was raw the, bitch. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. full metal bitch. Yeah, yeah full, full metal, metal bitch. <laughs> Angel Verdun. Yeah, Sergeant yeah. Farrell. All right, let's let's move on to the voting. All right, so bling. Mugga, oh. you're first. I'm gonna, uh, go top, I'm gonna go Top Gun. All right, Johnny. Edge of Tomorrow. Jason. God damn it! Uh, I think I'm gonna go. You're undecided still. Top Gun. Oh, damn right. you! Jason's going Top Gun. Bling. Going my favorite movie, Edge of Tomorrow. His favorite movie? Favorite Tom Cruise movie. Oh, favorite Tom Cruise. I can't okay. wait till this list. I, I could see that. Uh, Eric? I'm going Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. Erica? Fuck. I'm going Edge of Tomorrow. Holly? Down <laughs> goes Top Gun. Wait, no matter what I say, it's down? It's yeah. four to three. Yeah. Would you like All a right, So, we're, we're, real quick, Holly, what were you going to pick? Top Gun. Okay, but Done. Edge of Tomorrow takes First it. of all, I'd like to point out four to three. You need a calculator. Mm-hmm. Ruda? Edge of Tomorrow is in the ship. Wow. Sorry, Jason. Sorry, Jay. I don't even want to vote yeah, right. on this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that conclusion. Still love Top Gun, but it I'm just, okay I with it. I still love Top Gun, yeah. but well, I see, like I think I think if we had more of a discussion. It would have probably like been more dramatic, but we didn't even do that. So. Yeah, and it's like I feel like we had a lot of discussion with the first 32, uh, yeah, as opposed to now, which I don't. I guess I'm disappointed because I thought we'd have more discussion now because now we're getting to like you know the, the ones meat? we've picked. This yeah. is gonna be an Edge of Tomorrow oblivion bracket. <laughs> Which is gonna be our first. Let me let me ask you a question. Were you guys actually torn? Did you actually change your initial before going to this final round? No, I I I wanted to go Top Gun. So you 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 didn't you didn't actually change your decision? Did anyone change their vote? Vote last. You were a little hesitant. I was hesitant. I was hesitant. Oh well, okay. If Top Gun went against anything else, I would have picked Top Gun. But I really, really, really enjoyed Edge of Tomorrow. It's a solid film. Yeah. Yeah, it it really is. I just feel like Top Gun beat A Few Good Men, so I felt like Top Gun should have gone to the ship. Well, it didn't. Thanks. Thank you for that. Let's let's go go ahead and move on. Let's move on. All right, so uh, we got uh, Magnolia Cocktails. Erica, who's coming out of your region? Mugga's favorite movie, Oblivion. Heck yes, it is. And Mugga, who's coming out of your region, Collateral Rain? Rain Man. All right, let's hear it. The, they're two different movies. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. two different movies. Like, Edge of Tomorrow movies. and Top Gun were similar. These are two different movies. Yeah. Yeah. We're going with, like, the intellectual, like, sad, depressed movie to let's just blow shit up. And does anyone have a nostalgia with any of these? No. No. Except when I got accosted to watch this intro for three minutes. I mean... <laughs> so she has PTSD. No, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think they're... 
it's kind of even now because it's like, you know, I think we pulled in too much of the nostalgia with some of these other films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one, we can actually look at it as like, oh, which one is actually better like, than the other? Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, you got to pose the question too, is like with Oblivion, we know like it's Tom Cruise's movie, whereas Rain Man, is it really Tom Cruise's movie? Exactly. Or, 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 or yeah. is it, it's Dustin's Hoff movie and then yeah. you, you know, yeah. Tom Cruise is just yeah. in it. So it's, it's a good, they're both good. I think they're both good films. It's so just, you're saying Tom Cruise didn't graduate to star in, oh, in that movie. No, come on. <laughs> that was good though. Can I tell once again the story of when Mugga took me? <laughs> I think you told yours. Can I tell mine? Okay, you know what though? I'll say this though. Mugga tried to take me to his dark room with locks on the door. That sounds good. But the red room. But I had already seen Oblivion, so he's just like, God damn it. <laughs> couldn't let, bait you in. Yeah, he couldn't bait me in because I'd seen. Did it I really already. ask if you wanted to go see? No, you asked me oh, if shit. I wanted to see Oblivion, and I said, Mugget, you I've, asked I've, all of us." Yeah, and I said, "I've seen it twice yeah. already." You I got, that, is that programmed in him, like just to do that to everybody? Like, it was. I feel like it was like a, a certain no, time frame with you. No, I had watched this movie, like I think by myself or whatever it was, and I loved it so much that like my house, big football fan. I've always hosted a party every year on opening day. All the games going on, and this, and it would come. And I was so just, just pumped about this movie that I was like, "You gotta go watch the opening scene." And I tried yeah. to like publicize this movie, like and like just average. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it, I dude. feel like the company gave him ten cents. I was just for every time that. he said Oblivion because he's got like a serious future retirement. Were you paid for um, yeah. promoting part Oblivion? Of the press tour, I, don't I guess. But, I don't know. Wait, real but but I got one thing to ask, guys. I know we're talking about Oblivion a lot, but there's only one thing that I care about regarding this discussion. Are we an effective team? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we are not. No, we are not. No, Johnny, I just tell you, I was taken into Mugger's room twice. That's twice. a lot. Twice. twice. No, it's wow. twice. One to see what? the Weddle. Uh-oh. And then oh, one the to see Weddle Oblivion. Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's another yeah. So I, I we're not an effective twice. team. Molly. I just, okay. I, just up, I mean, up Jason's ante. You know, based upon my cri- four pillars criteria, I do own Oblivion, so I don't know if that means that rates it higher I than. I saw on Snapchat <laughs> that you threw it away. Did you I take saw, it out I of the trash can? I, I, I was like, why would you do that? I'll take it right now. Bling, you let take us, us through one, two. What is it? A B. Three, four, A B three. You got you got to listen to that podcast. No, but no. Walk us through Oblivion's A B three four. Well. How are you changing okay, the criteria? I'm, I'm going to stop it right there. If you guys want to hear about the four pillars, go listen to the Aquaman episode. <laughs> Bling details it in that episode. But what, let's let's put this down to Was a vote. Rock? Let's put this Does down anyone to anyone want to, Jason, do you want to discuss yeah, this else more? To say? Feel, <laughs> yeah, do you guys have a sense of like bitterness towards this movie because of the way I presented it to you? No. Yeah. no. I just like to make no, fun no. of you. Right. None. So I actually I really thought you were asking me a movie. question and I wasn't allowed to answer. But it's <laughs> I, I, I will say that Oblivion had the easiest way to get to the final four because I feel like that whole region was kind of a weak, trash, the, the weakest lineup of, of Tom Cruise films. So I will so argue right. that. Do you think it would have lost to some other films? Then? I yes. Think I'd, I, if, if, if you went up against some other films in some of the other brackets, it, it probably wouldn't have made the, what was it, the... the final four? The top. If, the top it, went eight, against, if it went against Mission Impossible 3 through 5... It would have lost. It would have yeah. lost. Yeah. 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 Well, in our original three. brackets, it was going up against Edge of Tomorrow, which is ironically maybe a possibility for the finals. I, I don't know if it. Have, I don't know if it would have been Edge of Tomorrow. I would have. I would have voted Edge still. Yeah. Okay. I would have voted Edge on that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So 
No more. We don't have any more arguments. I, I'm we? good to go. All right, I, so, I mean, about Oblivion, a ton of arguments, but. <laughs> All right, so let's get down to a vote. Jason, what is your pick in this matchup? He doesn't want to do it, I but he's going it. I know, to. I know. I'm going to hate myself in the morning. I'm going to say Oblivion. Johnny, Oblivion. Mugga, what's your pick? I am so happy because I'm going to go Oblivion, which means out of the next four votes, all I need is one. All Imagine I need is we're all one. on the count of three. Rain Man on the count of three. All right. <laughs> Holly, what's your pick? Rain Man. Wow. Oh. wow. Erica, what do you got? I'm sorry, Mugga. I pick Rain Man. God, it's getting close. Eric, <laughs> what's your pick? I'm going to go with Oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to the ship, baby. Wait, wait. And Bling, what's your pick? I was going to go Rain Man. I was wow. actually, But I was Four actually to torn three. because, like I said... No, that it's, was hard. That was hard. It, it was hard because I think uh, as far as a Tom Cruise film where he's the focal point, yeah. Oblivion is a better film with, uh, because of him. Whereas Rain Man, is, it's you can argue yeah. it's Dustin Hoffman's film. That, I do yeah. love Oblivion. Yeah. I want to... This is, this is yeah. crazy that we have Edge of Tomorrow versus Oblivion in the championship. This you do know it's going to lose, right? This is going to be a first round <laughs> vote, though, for the last bracket that we were going to have. That's crazy how it worked out that way, huh? Yeah, you know what's funny is like both of these movies came out like months apart. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to yeah. be in the finals together. So let's, right. let's go ahead and move on. So we finally made it to the championship round. We've got Edge of Tomorrow versus Oblivion. Ugh. Guys... I want to hear what you guys have to say. It's like the championship. Is this like a, <laughs> this like a trash and treasure of both movies? Or are we trying to do trash and treasure, or are we just going to say what we want? So I just got to no. say, Eyes Wide Shut should have won the whole thing. <laughs> Johnny's still fighting his butt. Um, I, what, interview? I, I, am, I am pleasantly like surprised at both. I did not put any of these two films. I thought Same. Top Gun no, I, I, I thought Top Gun had I thought a, a Mission Impossible movie would be Yeah, I, I, I thought, like you know... I, I'm seeing the bracket, the the final bracket we have for the first time this morning. So it's yeah, but even then, I was like, okay, I did not expect either of these films to get into the final, or even you can even go as far as saying into the the final four. It's kind yeah. of interesting too that with as many Mission Impossible movies that were in this, that they got knocked off fairly. Because yeah. they fairly were shit, Johnny. Yeah, they were. They were all. I agree. I don't. I don't really give a shit about them, but. I'm I just had, surprised. It is Top surprising. Gun. Okay, yeah. so can we go through? Mine was MI3 and Top Gun, and then. Cocktail and Jerry Maguire really? for my final really? four. Yeah, really? cocktail room. Yeah. Speaking of which, good point, Holly, to bring up. Like, who did you guys see being in the finals or maybe the final four? Well, I just saw this bracket this morning. Yeah. Because I had the original one, so I thought that Top Gun had an easy way. Yep. Which I thought would have gone, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm looking at the Elite Eight. Only one Mission Impossible. No, I'm sorry. Not even Elite Eight. Not even one Mission Impossible's in the Elite Eight of our bracket. It's kind of oh, I weird. had Ghost Protocol and MI three. No, but actually, actually. Oh, and no, no, in no, our, our actual eight. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. in our actual eight. Yeah, I thought Ghost Protocol would have for sure been in the final four. Yeah. Yeah. And right off the bat, who did y'all see coming out as champion? Top Gun. I thought Top Gun. I thought I thought, to- I thought like Top Gun and Jerry Maguire was gonna if yeah. they, if you disregard I thought Jerry disregarded had a like chance. regions and brackets the way it was and you, it, I thought like. Two, both of those films would be I, like in the same. finals. That's I, had why three. I, had, I had Edge, I had Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, and I had Top Gun. Those are the three I had running to win this. I saw Edge too, and I'm actually happy that it did make it this all the way through. But yeah, I didn't see. I, th- I thought you were right with what you said that somewhere Mission Impossible and I thought yes, Top I thought Gun one or something. Mission Impossible. Yeah, I yeah. going into this, I fully expected like at least Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, or Rogue Nation to make it into the final four. Yeah. Like at least one of those movies. 
Well, clearly we don't know what we're doing. Uh, well, a lot of people <laughs> say that. Voting, it, it's also seeding. Seeding, I think, played a, a big role in what, what films ultimately ended up getting into the. Because I feel like, yeah, so, some of the other uh, regions had tougher matchups. Yep. Yeah. And I think we, even just the discussions we had, I think we were having a lot more tougher discussions, like, oh, you know, the merits of, you know, both films. Um, yeah. Especially in the the Sweet 16, I think that was a, a really tough bracket to kind of get through. Well, it's kind of funny because you got some like really bad ones with some really good ones and you got some really good ones with some really good ones, which it made it that much harder to yeah. like knock off one or the other. Yeah. I guess it just says more about Tom Cruise. He's in a lot of good movies. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. go that far. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, I mean, okay. Imagine. No, but think about it. You guys are complaining about what we have all seen the great Tom Cruise movies. We haven't seen the bad ones. We've what seen we, the bad ones. What, no, now we have. What we were forced to watch for the last two, three weeks is all of his bad movies to where you're like, this sucks. This yeah. sucks. This yeah. is absolutely sucks, you know? And and I get it, but like, you didn't watch Top Gun in the last two weeks, have you? No. And so, I mean, I've watched Far and Away. <laughs> like, I've watched Legend. Legend. <laughs> like, oh. You watch you know the movie with the vampire and Magnolia? And, yeah, like, and you're so singing it's just like, it's like The Mummy, you know? Because these are movies that we didn't want to watch in the first place. We were forced to, and so... The movies that are worth mentioning or whatnot, I mean, we've watched those many times. I think that's why, you know, you, you can't say he's in a bunch of bad movies. We just I can forced, say that. We were forced to watch the bad movies in this last three weeks, you know. Yeah. But All right, so, you know, getting outside of the bracket, how do y'all feel about our two movies going head-to-head in this round? It's unfair advantage. Didn't see this. Yeah. No, I did not see this. Yeah. I didn't see this either. Yeah. Seeing Legend, an interview with the vampire in the... Top two. I just didn't. I just didn't imagine this at all. No, Jason. Oh, whoops! Wrong bracket. That's just your. That's your personal bracket. Jason's crying on the inside because those two movies aren't the ones that are going. How to do y'all feel about Edge of Tomorrow versus Oblivion? I'm pissed. Mugga got his way. It's like Erica last year getting away with get Mulan. It's like Mulan's a great movie. It is. I'm, I'm fucking. fucking pissed. Pissed. I cannot wait. Why for do the you guys hate action? Oblivion? I Can still, f- I feel together? like this is yeah. one-sided yeah. though. I mean, I don't know. I maybe just speaking out of my for myself, but why is it one-sided? Olive Edge and Oblivion's good, but it's not great. Oh, you mean it's like one-sided where you're gonna vote? Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like the argument. I, I, th- no. I think the one thing that Oblivion has over Edge is it did come out first, so I that even, doesn't mean anything. I mean, even I didn't see either movie in theaters, so when. You know, Oblivion Kerwin came out, and, and, and then when Edge of Tomorrow came out, I'm like, didn't, didn't Tom Cruise already do a film like this? That's what I initially thought. Yeah. I was like, didn't he just do this? Like, because you know how Sundays they come out with similar yeah. movies at the same time, but not with the same actor. So I'm like, why are they doing this? And because Tom Cruise gets that check. True. <laughs> and the changing of the titles is just another weird thing. With yeah, that whole I, I, movie. I wish they stuck with the live die repeat. I think that would have been a better, yeah, it's more fitting. I think. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. I thought was I think somebody some executive. Saying, "Hey, I think that sounds kind of edgy." Ready to vote? Yeah. <laughs> I guess Ready we gotta wait till tomorrow. All right. So, hey, if anybody has, does anybody have anything they want to say, or no. should we just go to a vote? Go to a vote. I already know what I'm gonna pick. All right. I just so, have one thing to say. Go Day ahead. Of Thunder is a great movie, <laughs> and I'm super ultimately bummed that it's not up. It, hey, it lost How the edge of tomorrow. I'm yeah, it saying, lost the champion. I'm just let's saying, be honest. I'm just saying. Eyes Wide Shut is also a great movie. Love I, that movie. Guys, who knows? Maybe Edge of Tomorrow was stealing signs. Who knows? Ooh. <laughs> oh, bitches. All right, so let's get down to the voting for our championship matchup. We got Edge of Tomorrow versus Oblivion. Let's find out who reigns supreme amongst Tom Cruise films. Mugga, you're going to lead us off. Oh, wow. Who you got? Oh, who do you yeah. got in this I was matchup? hoping he was the deciding vote, but... <laughs> I love Oblivion. But. It's very well known. Uh-oh. Edge of Tomorrow is a better movie. 
I'm going to go Edge. Damn. I'm glad Oblivion made it this far and I will hold it near and dear, but... I have to tell you, Edge of Tomorrow is a better movie, and I will. Are you gladly... drunk? Maga, you know what <laughs> yeah, we call yeah, this? <laughs> Growth. You're, yeah, you're I just... still getting a tattoo, right? Oblivion across my shoulder blade. Yeah, yeah. Us are paying we're going right yeah. now. But I feel okay that it loses to Edge of Tomorrow. I'm I'm okay with that. All right, Johnny, who you got? Edge of Tomorrow. Jason. Edge of Tomorrow. Bling. My favorite Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Eric. Edge of Tomorrow. Erica. Edge of Tomorrow. And Holly. Sweet. Oblivion. No, I'm just kidding. Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> That's a sweep in the ship. So, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow is our uh, Tom Cruise March Madness Bracket Challenge champion. Edge of Tomorrow. Never saw it coming. I never saw it coming. Live, die, like repeat. Like We're a all blind, this again tomorrow. Like a blind porn star. Never saw it coming. <laughs> oh. is, is, okay. this, is, this the now, first, is this the first time we've been voting on this? Because I feel like... What? That was a joke. Oh, oh my god. Tomorrow. Okay, so then now we're discussing like, what? Tom Cruise, who plays Tom Cruise in this movie? Or? Yeah, so let's let's talk about that. See, so we got Edge of Tomorrow as our champion. This is another reason why I wanted to vote for Edge of Tomorrow because if you try to tell me who could play Tom Cruise in Oblivion, I'd be like, there's no one that could yeah, do it. No, so I have Tom to go. Edge of Tomorrow, I could fill someone in there. Yeah. Yeah. Who's replacing Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow? Keanu Reeves. Keanu is good. I know. I thought about it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Kurt Russell. I'm thinking of Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. He's old really? at this time. No, you could you could bring him from like, like young like Kurt, Kurt Russell. Oh, you're ages Russell. too. Not only Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm pushing for the, for this up and comer Robert Pattinson. What the? Fuck? I can see that. I think you know Christian. I think Christian Bale could have played a. Good you know. You could have done a good, a good one. Yeah, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's that's a good choice. I would say Christian Bale for Edge of Tomorrow. Also. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I have one. Only because it's kind of a similar concept. Denzel, because Denzel was in Deja Vu, and Edge of Tomorrow kind of reminds me yeah. of Deja yeah. Vu. Interesting. Well, American Made reminds me of American Gangster, so yeah. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But Denzel's Eric. old now. Uh, Denzel's still hot. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you pick in Edge of Tomorrow? <laughs> what about Adrian Elba? I like Adrian. Ooh. Oh, Do you know Adrian. Yeah, he's yeah. he's yeah. yeah. Daddy Elba. Yeah. Daddy Elba. Do you know who you should pick? Daddy you Elba? should pick Christian Grey because you loved Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, God. Oh, Where God. Jamie, Jamie Dornan. Michael Jamie Dornan. I think that would have been like a fitting, yeah. Who? That's true, yeah. A young actor. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, Michael B. yeah. I could, see, I could see Anthony Mackie in Edge of Tomorrow. Like he's, oh, he's yeah. Falcon, Falcon from uh, oh. Captain America. Like he's he. It's funny because like he does a lot of these Marvel movies. It's weird. Like, and he, I was gonna say Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he's yeah. like Anthony Ooh, Mackie's in a lot of. Um, he's in these Marvel movies. We know him from like a few comedies, but like Anthony Mackie, like he does a lot of like drama shit. Like Leonardo mo- DiCaprio. Most of his shit is drama. I could totally see him in. Leo Edge could not do that. Or even he Tom couldn't. Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. I wouldn't even hear me like, out like, Am I reaching here because it's. A futuristic movie. I, I was going to say Robert Downey Jr., but say this was made pre 2000. Could okay. Sylvester Stallone do it? No. 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 no if Maybe it was, Arnold. If it was, oh, you guys are just killed me. Sure. I, I think Arnold. so. Adrian. He's, he's Adrian. good. Wait, Mugga, if, if it was pre 1990, Yes, I could easily Jean Claude Van Damme. I could easily see either Jean Claude, anything other than a kung fu Schwarzenegger. No. Kerwin, did you just agree with me on Jean Claude? No, I, I would say if it's like pre mid nineties, I'd say Jean Claude, yeah. Schwarzenegger, or Stallone. Yeah, yeah. pre yeah. Some some other guys I would I would throw out there is Oscar Isaac. Yeah, oh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Or even or even see, I know we think him as a jokey uh, character, but even uh Ryan Reynolds. Okay. 
Ryan Reynolds is great. Ryan Reynolds is great. He's good. Yeah, there, there You're is a, a lot of comedy fan, right? I'm a Gosling could fan. Could he have pulled this? Off I don't or? think so, though. I don't think he could do that. It's not his style. I, I think, think he did. Blade you know, Runner? you know what? It's a weird one that I, I kind of <laughs> think that would fit is like Matthew McConaughey for some odd reason. I don't know why. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> He's deploying out of the thing. Yeah. yeah. I think for Edge on of Tomorrow. On your feet, maggot. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> there's there's actually a lot of comedy in Edge of Tomorrow. There is, there is. So I think I think you definitely got to pick somebody that has a lot more comedic chops. And I would say. Ryan Gosling, I've seen him in a couple like comedic roles, whether that's the director of the writing or whatever. But talking about Lars in the or like uh, Crazy Stupid Love, yeah, yeah. those movies. But yeah. I feel like I think Matthew McConaughey has better comedic timing. Personally. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. and he could be serious too. Yeah, so. yeah he could do both. both. He's done a bunch of rom coms. You guys that. can tell me if I'm crazy, but for some reason Will Smith is popping up in my mind. Yes, Ooh. he could pull it off. I hated off. After Earth, though. Did you watch that? Film? Everyone, yeah. everyone yeah. hated After yeah. Earth. I'm, I'm thinking like I am Legend Will Smith. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Not yeah. Gemini Man. Yeah. No. Not but sci-fi. Gemini that leaves Gemini a, man. Fuck that. Like that leaves a nasty taste in my mouth when I think of Which Will one? Smith. Um, Afterlife. Oh. What was his name? Oh, Cipher. After, after Earth. Earth. I mean, After. I'm sorry. After, a Cipher. What was this? It was. It was a Cipher. Was Jaden Smith's character? I was it? Think. I could be wrong. That was such a stupid name. Though. Yeah, that movie was so whack. And it's funny because it came out the same year as uh, Oblivion, and it looked like Oblivion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it came out the same year as Edge of Tomorrow. So we got these 2013 movies just mm-hmm. fucking shit up in this bracket. The year of the sci-fi. Yeah, but yeah, hey, those are our choices for uh, our Tom Cruise replacements. Our uh, March Madness 2020 champion is, of course, Edge of Tomorrow. And uh, should we hit him off with what we're doing next year, or should we save that? No, hit him off, man. All right, next year we're doing our uh, Nicolas Cage. Rage in the Cage. Our Rage so in the Cage. So much more excited for that. March Mandy. Madness bracket. So, yeah, hey, thank you guys for joining us for this uh, Tom Cruise March Madness bracket challenge. We'll see you next year with the Nicolas Cage March Madness bracket challenge. <laughs> All right, uh, so before we head off, uh, Johnny, why don't you tell us uh, where our listeners can reach you at? I'll uh, be actually doing some YouTube uh, movie reviews, uh, horror movies, and you can follow me at Final Cut with Johnny Mata. All right, yeah, guys, so be sure to check out uh, Final Cut with Johnny Mata on YouTube. And uh, in the words of Tom Cruise, fuck, fuck you, Sally. you, Sally. Thanks for listening to this episode of $20 Ticket. Follow us on Instagram at $20Ticket and leave your ticket price about the movies we've reviewed. If you have any comments or suggestions, send them to $20Ticket at gmail.com. That's 2-0, the numbers, $20Ticket at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts and thank you for listening. Use your big boy voice. <laughs> My big boy voice? Yes. Nice, I was I forgot to use that earlier, so I appreciate the reminder. Um, uh, Mugga, take us through the Magnolia cocktails region. I don't have that. That's Erica. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Erica's face. <laughs> yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? It's like, you bitch. It just took legend from me. <laughs> Number four, interview with the vampire. Interview with the vampire, not a vampire. Okay. Go, go from uh, number four again. Go. Jesus Christ. So okay, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay. It's not anything revolutionary. It's not anything. Bling. Minority Report. Say that over. Minority Report. No, don't say it like you're saying it over. <laughs> just, just say it. Say, Be right. natural. It's right, like, right, a right. Chore, like a chore. Like. All right, so, all right, all right, go ahead. Minority Report. 
Right. What the fuck yeah. was that? It's hard to say when I'm like minority. Minority report. I'm nervous. Okay, okay. We get it. MR. You're MR. Gonna have to, okay. Yeah, MR. Just right. say report. Just say, just say the report. The, the report. The, the Colbert report. <laughs> Colbert report. Okay, okay, okay. Everyone has AIDS. AIDS, 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 Look what I started. AIDS. The Pope has got it, and so do you. I mean, we can all cry in the fetal position for having watched 32 Tom Cruise movies.